on this episode of the Buzz to Kill podcast. Cannibal Holocaust, the musical. <laughs> I'm there. Salo, <laughs> the musical. It's just, you know how they say the splash zone is the first like three rows? <laughs> no. You're listening to the Buzz to Kill podcast. episode 331 welcome back to the buzzkill podcast where tonight we dig our toes into the sand and lay out some lines of spice that makes us feel nice if you know what i mean hey talking about cocaine oh is that what you were talking about oh wait we didn't watch the 70s one. Oh, that was the 80s one that joke didn't land fuck <laughs> in cocaine was still huge in the 80s that's man. true so 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 the joke did land it did ha landed right on the dune how you doing how you doing hey how you doing how you doing how you doing how, you doing? how are you doing i'm doing good good man yeah what's fun, up fun fact i have never watched a single episode of friends what yep are you serious true story never once it's on pop- our list of things to watch because neither is she how's that possible just never did you guys are- I, I think it was so it was one of those things where it was so popular at the time that it was just kind of annoying because everyone talked about it and because i didn't oh. start it but because i didn't start it at the beginning i just like eh, i don't care about I it live, i live on the fringes man i'm not part of popular culture yeah i had uh, i had local local music to listen to that no one else has heard of before oh very cool and underground uh exploitation movies to watch that nobody else likes not even me yeah nobody gives it yeah. nobody gives about <laughs> saprogenic <laughs> nobody gives a shit about saprogenic and uh, at least like 30 other people did well yeah in fairness that's true because <laughs> they consistently pulled 30 people out to their shows consistently actually uh, they're pretty big hey, weren't they? saprogenic was my very first live music uh show ever so oh that explains a lot yep saprogenic black dahlia murder um a path of me was another local band and somebody else. A path of me? A path of me. A path of me? No, a path or... of me. One word. Oh. See, a path a path of me is what happened on that Delta flight a few days ago. Oh, yeah? Did you hear about that? No. <laughs> I did was, not hear about this. There was a Delta flight, and this was a couple days before I was supposed to fly. So I was like, I really hope this doesn't happen hey to guys, me Hey, guys, I'm Mike. Oh, I'm Jim. What's going on? Okay, back to your story. Welcome to the Buzz P- Kill podcast. Um, <laughs> the Buzz Pill podcast? Bu- 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 um, there, was, there was a flight that was headed, I think it was going to Italy, and they had to stop like two hours into the flight. No, we got to make a stop. Uh. Oh, we got- <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Um, and they had to stop <laughs> on the way. They had to stop and... Uh, like deboard the entire but get all the people off the plane <laughs> because somebody in the words of the um i think it was a i think it was a flight attendant mm-hmm. who said it somebody had oh god how did they word it it was I so feel, funny I, I feel like i know what you're gonna say somebody had diarrhea <laughs> yep. from the front to the back of the plane <laughs> like falling down their pant leg 
I think they just oh, like God. they couldn't hold it anymore, and they got it, and they were headed toward the bathroom, and just they just started explosively shitting everywhere. Can you imagine if you're sitting back toward, like you're back to the guy running up, and then you see him pass by, and then you're just like covered in shit <laughs> as he's running by you, <laughs> and then they tried to like, they, uh, there was a passenger who said they they tried to create like a little walkway of paper towels. <laughs> To put it down, and and they were trying to clean it up with some kind of uh, vanilla scented sani- sanitation oh sanitizing God. spray, and then he said, "So then the plane just smelled like <laughs> vanilla scented <laughs> shit." That's amazing, <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> Could you imagine being that person though? Like you, oh God, you won't ever live that down. Oh no, there's no way they could have told him to go back to his seat, right? Like clean yourself up in the bathroom. No. Like stay at the front because you're gonna get your you're gonna get the shit kicked out of you. But I don't I don't think you well, well there's no all the shit, shit was already it was gone. So, but no, well you had to go back to your seat in order to land the plane. Everybody has to be in their seat. Oh god, with that, their tray tables okay, up in the, I don't, in their seats in the full upright new, lock position. A new bar has been reached for the walk of shame. That's awful. Having right? to walk past all and you know every single person is staring a hole through. Oh god, dude. <laughs> I don't think, like, the stairs, I think that's the, I mean. Except for the weird you've guy. You've already gone through the worst. Except for the weird guy, uh, center next to the, emer- or, yeah, center next to the emergency door, who has, like, a secret scat fetish. He's just giving you the eyes, like, mm. Creed Bratton sitting in the where, back. Where are you staying? Creed Bratton sitting in the back <laughs> going, somebody making soup? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get that joke, but uh, it's, still it's from the office. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's. That's not a good thing to happen That's, on a flight. That, that is not. That didn't happen on your flight. It didn't. No. Nope. Okay, good. No. I almost uh I almost lost it a couple times on my we'll talk about your bachelor party in a minute. I might as well talk about my Florida trip since we're already on the topic. Sure. I went to Florida. Oh hi. <clears throat> oh hi. <laughs> you, oh hi, Florida. Did, did you uh did you miss the hurricane? Uh yeah. By like a day. <clears throat> it was gone. <laughs> so what were the there were two down there recently. Yeah. Right? One supposed to be one was supposed to be making landfall. There's another tomorrow. one that's supposed to be making landfall. It's like next Tuesday. Well, it was I thought it was Sunday. See you next Tuesday. Well, I uh, hope it's not Sunday because my parents are still down there until Monday. So ah, here we are keeping track of Hurricane Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was uh, it was raining pretty the hard. Hole in the middle, she's a gaper. <laughs> You're in the center of that one. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. <laughs> Um, fish flying everywhere, <laughs> stuck up from the sea. Don't stare directly into the center of it. Um, it was raining pretty hard on, on our way to the to the airport this morning, and I was like, Are "You guys sure that this thing's not supposed so to make landfall until?" It, dude. No, it's not. It's really not supposed to make landfall until t- I think Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay, if it does at all, we had, some, no we had some pretty crazy weather here on uh, Wednesday, but on Wednesday, yeah. Wednesday is when we went to go see the pumpkins, which I'll talk about in a minute. But we the the show got canceled early because there was super bad storms coming through. Was it really? Yeah, I don't. We didn't get them here. Yeah, we did. I was there's home. no. It, there's, did it really pat, like miss here? I was home on Wednesday. Oh shit! Uh, I, it rained a little bit, but it, oh, yeah, we got. It wasn't really, bad storm. We almost had to pull over on seventy five because we couldn't see. <clears throat> really? Yeah. Yeah. Well. <clears throat> That's just anyway, how it goes. Back to oh, uh, so yeah, I went down to Florida for it was a short trip. I went down for my um my uncle passed away, so we went down for his memorial service and made a you know made a good time out of it I'll because say, you're in, all of your all your snaps seemed like you were having a ball. In <laughs> yeah, fairness, well, 
I told you guys, I swear I'm down here for grieving purposes, but I was also having a real a really good time. I was with my family. I haven't seen, you know, I was with my mom and dad and my aunt. We all went down there together. Mm-hmm. And then I was there with all my cousins and my aunt sure, and, sure. you know, all, all their family and stuff. So it was, you know, you, you got the you got the sad part out of the way. And and then you, you as the you new... as you do when you're celebrating somebody's life. Sure. And my Uncle Don, like he lived his life to the fullest. And even though he was struggling or battling or what would you call it? Yeah. Battling um, Parkinson's, Parkinson's yeah. for the past 30 years. Or like, living with Parkinson's. Living with Parkinson's. Yeah. And he did. He lived like he really... He didn't let it get him down. Sure. So, well, I remember you telling me stories when he was down here. Or whatever he would like, you guys would like literally have like he could he could crack jokes about his Parkinson's, and yeah. like it was something it was something that he like like just he just owned it. Yeah, it, it was what it was. Yeah, he's uh, one of the first things he told my dad when he was diagnosed. He's like, I'm not gonna let this dictate how my life goes. So sure, you know, right up until the end, even when he was uh, in a wheelchair most of the time. He was still out bar hopping and going to. He loved going to uh, breweries and. Sure. Hey, dude, this and he was like a an insight like a music encyclopedia. Did you ever talk to him? No, no. He, it was wild. Like sitting down and talking to him about music was. Uh, it was like on a whole different level. He'd just be spitting facts about every single band that you could come up with. He would just tell you. When they started, every album they put out, the date that every album was released, and like, I mean, he was a nerd, so he 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 liked all that information. So, you have a bad joke running through your head right now. It's not a joke. It's reminding me of something. I forget what it's from. I think it might be like some parody movie that I watched a long time ago. It's a, it you it it's a really really bad taste joke. And there was like a because you said your uncle Don let to go bar hopping and stuff. Yeah. And for some reason made me think uh, made me think of this scene from this movie and I cannot remember what this movie was, but the uh, it's like a James Bond type guy and he's and he's going into a bar and he tells the bartender he goes yeah he's got of a, a martini blah blah, blah shaken not stirred and well, the bartender has Parkinson's and he's like oh what God. else is it gonna be? That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> <laughs> super bad taste i apologize for thinking of that uh, i mean you can't control like, what pops into your head i feel like your uncle don would appreciate that though <laughs> he had a good he had a good sense of humor about it he really did i always and heard it, good stories about him like yeah he was he was an amazing guy so uh it's sad to see him go but you know he was really struggling cheers to don yeah cheers to db we would call him db, DB. yep cheers bud um yeah so we had a we well this is what we were talking about last week when we were talking about the lot going on uh, you had a death in your family. We had a death on in our family as well. Like people are dropping, oh, dude. like crazy lately. It's like oh, and then every time you turn the TV on, there's another celebrity dying. There's it's it's crazy. I even told you about it, but three other people from Bad X that I know died within the past like week or two. From what? One was a uh, well, was, was at least one of them so, a fentanyl overdose. So my <laughs> so my aunt Carol, whose husband just died, DB, my uncle Don, her the week before he died, her sister unexpectedly passed away Jeez. from a heart attack um and then uh just a few days ago uh my i always thought that these people were my cousins cousins like i thought they were cousins on the other side but they were like the tight you know how you have uh you know like some of your dad's friends you might call them uncle yeah. so and yeah, yeah. so it was that kind of situation the kind of cousins you're allowed to kiss but they were <laughs> exactly <laughs> but they, they were driving out of bad acts and they got to Bay City Forestville Road, and there was a 17-year-old 
and a six-year-old coming down Bay City Forestville Road, and they blew the stop sign. And so uh, this this guy, uh, who I always thought was my cousin's uncle, uh, ran into the car, and his wife died. Jesus. And the six-year-old died. Jesus. It, I mean, just it, awful. And then there was like, yeah, two or three other people. What who, is with this year? It's wild. It, it's crazy. It's really wild. It is yeah, crazy. It's, it just feels like uh, so many people I know have been just, yeah. Yeah. It's, but, well, let's move on. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's the downer podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. So, every yeah, everything went well. Flights. I fucking, I hate flying, dude. I like flying. I've only done twice, but I, I like it. I hate it like, <laughs> I hate it like poison. It's, uh, I don't, I just get so, I get so nerd. I don't know if it, you know how I like driving everywhere. Everywhere yeah. we go, I insist on driving. If you could fly the plane, you would. If I could fly the plane, I would. I don't know if it, I'm sure a psychologist would be able to tell me what, what is wrong with me, but it's like There's letting a- go of that control and just like putting my life in somebody yeah. else's hands does not work for me. But <laughs> I told Aaron, I was standing at my gate today and I was getting all nervous about the flight. And then I see my I see my pilot walk up and enter the gate, and I was like, I'm in good hands, dude. <laughs> this dude looked like a Greek god. Oh yeah, he was like he was like six five and just jacked. And I was like, if if the plane starts going down, he'll just he'll dive out of the plane and land on the ground and catch, catch the plane <laughs> before the plane hits the ground. He was he was, he seriously looked like he was chiseled out of stone. Um, so yeah, I felt I felt better after I he had to be ex military or something like sure, that, you know. Sure. Um, but yeah, flights went well. A little bit of turbulence, but little did you know, his this was his first flight. He's just an ex pro wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that's the shit. Like so, uh, the airlines. I know that there's like a lot of um, turmoil that was going his, on. That was his tag team name. It was the, the airlines. It was one half of the airlines. <laughs> um, there's a there's a lot of turmoil in the in the uh, flight industry right now, mm-hmm. and I know that the they're trying to push out a lot of the older pilots, like a lot of the seasons seasoned pilots, because mm. they don't want to pay them as much you mean money. There's a lot of turbulence. Tur- turbulence. The- <laughs> Jeez, how did I miss that opportunity? And they're trying to push out a lot of the older guys. Well, and so okay, okay. they're bringing it, and so in the they're same like, way we talk about how old people need to redo their driver's license. Old people should not be flying planes. That's true. I'm just saying <laughs> that's true. But they're, I mean, they're pushing out, they're prematurely pushing out guys who are, you know, like I don't mind a sixty-year-old flying a plane. That's fine. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but if you're getting to the point where it's like, hey, which button's the brake? Let me <laughs> let me put my spectacles on. <laughs> oh, is that a tree? <laughs> that's that's the lavatory, <laughs> Captain. It's this way to the cockpit. Um, so yeah, it was yeah, everything went well though, and I mean it's Florida, so and we were in a beautiful area. Delray Beach is uh, gorgeous. I went back to. Boston's. I had a little redemption I was, I was at Boston. You, you had therapy. I did. You yeah. So uh, I don't know. Have I told this story on the show before? Uh, Nineteen years ago, I went to Florida, the same area with my. We really shouldn't joke about this, but set the stage. I have a, <laughs> I have a good sense of humor about it. Um, I went to I went down to Delray Beach with my family, and we went out to the bar, and there was a really good band playing. So. My parents and my aunt and uncle and stuff, they all went back to the <laughs> resort. And I was like, I'm going to stick around and watch this band for a little while. And then this girl walks up to me and she asked me if I can come over and sit at her table for mm. a little bit. Because there was a guy at the end of the bar who was creeping her out. And she, when I walked back to her table, she's got a shot waiting for me. It was a, lem- yep. it was a lemon drop shot. <laughs> and I took it because I'm an idiot. 
and I got drugged. Hey, you were young. She was hot. Anybody could have done the same. Thing. I don't even know if she was hot, dude. I just I was trying to be a nice Midwestern boy and like for the sake of the story, she was hot. She was hot, <laughs> and so yeah, I got drugged. I uh, I have very few recollections for, of the rest of the night. I just have snapshots. Um, and so it was kind of interesting walking that street back and like I I saw I we walked down Atlantic Boulevard. I saw. Wait, didn't you get robbed too? I got robbed. Yeah. Well, yeah. that was the whole point of oh, drugging yeah. me. Yeah. I I'm just uh, glad. See, I thought it was the sex. I'm just glad I woke <laughs> up with my kidneys. Because mm. that I mean, that's part that's part of the shit that they uh, do. I mean, you in know? fairness though, kidneys, anal virginity. I mean, I'll take I'll I'll. T- <laughs> I'll, I'll take the butt rape over <laughs> losing my kidney. Um, but <laughs> you know what? I've I've eaten a lot in my day that has probably made me very okay with that. You you've, know, you've eaten a lot. I've passed logs that are probably bigger than most dudes' dicks. Well, and I, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> like a Pringles can, and but also I'm like I like I was walking around all day that day. So if you want to go back there. <laughs> Enter at your own risk, man. Um, so yeah, I Florida, got Florida is used to the swamps, though they do have the Everglades. That's true. I got drugged and I got mugged, and it ruined the vacation. We, I mean, we made a, obviously it ruined the vacation. We made the best of it, though. Uh, so it was interesting walking back down Atlantic Boulevard this time around, twenty mm-hmm. years later, because I I was like, oh my god, there's the alleyway that I walked down to get to the church, and I had to jump over this fence at the church, and I landed. I remember. I like I said, I have snapshots of the night. I was walking down the this alleyway. I turned around. I saw people following following me. I remember uh, hopping over the fence of a church and landing on my head, which Ooh. is you know, yeah, it's not good. And then that was the last thing I remember. So you sure? So you, was, are you it, sure that you didn't just knock yourself out? And no, I all like a no. It was maybe the nice church people who were following you grabbed your wallet because they were trying to find out where you lived. Well, those nice church people uh, considered it tithing then because they took all my money. <laughs> um, well, yeah, so it was typically it was, what the church does. So we went in. We had a bloody mary there, just for a little, uh, you know, a little sure, bit of redemption. Sure. It was very interesting being back in you that. You should place. have ordered a lemon drop. I thought about you it. You should have ordered a lemon drop. <laughs> I sent a sna- I sent a Snapchat to the group saying like, "Hey, I'm back here. It's a you know, 20 years we meet again." And Aaron says, <laughs> "Aaron, I hear the lemon drops are really good there." <laughs> and she was so worried that she had offended me. I was like, "I think I, was I don't laughing. get offended." <laughs> I was laughing more at the fact that she was having a crisis of. Like oh, a personal she even, crisis after she even texted me se- separately. She's like, "Can you go check Snapchat and make sure that I didn't just offend you?" And I was like, "Babe, I don't get offended by stuff. Like I've I've joked about this situation more than anybody over the past twenty years." And then there's me. Before you say anything, she's all worried about it. Before you say anything, then I just send the gif of the the, the little kid being like, "Trigger." <laughs> <laughs> That's how much I was worried about it. Yep. Yep. So. Uh, yeah, so everything went well. It was a it was a good trip. We had some uh, good closure and a good good memorial for my uncle. And nice. It was nice. nice nice to see all my family that I haven't seen in a while. So. Yeah. Uh, other than that, speaking of getting drugged, I had a bachelor party in this in the time since uh, since last we've convened. And you're not entirely sure you didn't get drugged. I kind of feel like I was. <laughs> I drugged myself last night. I'll tell you that much. Um, I took I took antihistamine, knocked me on my ass. We're trying we're we're trying to do wedding stuff, and I'm literally like half unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> Does and that I, did you take antihistamine before she, the show two weeks ago? Then uh, maybe because you were half unconscious when we were doing the show. 
<laughs> I don't. It luckily, good, luckily, though. it didn't it come through in the good. recording. Yeah, it but sounded good. Looking across the table and seeing your dead glazed Just, eyes was. Before I get back to the bachelor party, though, last night it was so funny. We're doing some wedding stuff. We had some forms to fill out, and I had the mouse in my hand, and I was half unconscious, so I just kept like accidentally clicking stuff and moving it. <laughs> she was getting so pissed. Stop <laughs> clicking on shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway though uh yeah at a bachelor party it was a good time yeah it was fun yeah. we uh we went and shot some pew pews we did we shot guns that was fun turns out my brother is the fucking wild west with a shotgun crack shot huh dude like completely that's nice so dude. good um, I'd, I'd my, like to, I'd like to go toe to toe with him sometime because I'm not so bad myself. This is the first time that any of my brothers, and my dad, had gone shooting. Really? Yeah, first time ever. He's and just got that natural. They um they they all didn't know what to expect. They fucking loved it. Did so they? I'm I am beyond happy. The only thing that I wish is that it, we would have done it in two groups instead of three. We couldn't. I know. I'm just saying. I wish though because I kind of feel like with certain people that were there. But didn't stay the entire night. I barely really saw them. That's true. You know? Yeah. So I thought about that after the fact, but whatever. Yeah, that's kind of a bummer. But what are you gonna um, do? Um but yeah, no, we went uh went skeet shooting, did some did some threw some clays and sporting clays. We did the sporting clay course, which is they call it golf with a shotgun. Yeah. Which Fun. is you know, which is essentially what yeah. it is. You go to different stations and you get to take take a few shots at at uh, the pigeons and uh, yeah, it's I think fun. I, I came in second, or Sean and I tied for second. I think in our little group because we were keeping track. Mm-hmm. The very last one though, we, we didn't do any doubles the entire time we were out. Yeah, the very very last last uh, one we were at, I decided to do a double, nailed Uh-oh. both of them. I go, I'm retired. It's so Get much done. fun doing the doubles too because yeah. you get to pump off two quick ones which is you know i mean i do that anyway yeah, you're gonna do that on your wedding night hey not, not typically with my family around though sure you know not usually with your dad watching no no no, um, no. but, but um, yeah we went shooting and then we uh we went out went out for dinner mm-hmm. got on a party bus went mm-hmm. bar hopping mm-hmm. mike doesn't remember the last bar that we went to in fairness uh, uh <laughs> you're missing a very essential part the story about how uh, Pat and his wife randomly came across our nudie fo- photos on. Uh, <laughs> and the best part is, is, I don't know if my dad was listening to that conversation, being that he was directly across from us. Oh, I can guarantee he was. <laughs> Did they not know you were going to do that? Oh, no, 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 no. Are your parents on Instagram? No. Oh. No, they're not. Well, but, may- maybe but maybe I, I'll I just send it, them the link I, then. I find it very funny that like it only took a week before somebody literally accidentally stumbled upon photos. That the, yeah, Pat's, that, that Pat's the wife that just the happened to, uh, Pat's <laughs> wife just happens to follow that boudoir studio on Instagram, and she's just like, "Is that? Oh my god! Oh my god!" <laughs> Mike's disgusting nudie photos where he's where he's oh dude, I love the stairs. I love the. Dude, that was all natural. They didn't tell me what to do. I want you to. I want you to look. I mean, at, they said look longingly, but they didn't direct me. You know. There's there's it's natural there's, serial killer eyes. I, I was gonna say there was there's one where it's like your longing stare is more like a I'm I might murder you later because they're your eyes are real wide. Murder that ass. I'm gonna murder that ass. Later. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, uh, but no, we uh, dinner though went bar hopping. Yeah, it was uh, it was a good time. I uh, we were supposed to play poker and then everybody got too drunk. Yeah, much yeah, to that, my chagrin because I, I was that was the one part of the. Listen, I had fun all night, but I was really looking forward to playing poker. Well, so we'll do we need it. We'll to, do it. We need to. We need to get something going. Soon. By the time we got to the last bar, though, I was cashed. Doing shots after you've already been su- sufficiently drunk is a yeah. terrible idea. Yeah. Don't remember being at the last bar at all. I only remember puking against a wall. Which, hey, it's my bachelor party. 
probably should puke at some point. At least you did it outside. Exactly. That was nice. You know? And yeah. I walked away, so I wasn't doing it next to anybody. Exactly. You know? That's a good Midwestern gentleman right there. Damn straight. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was, it was a super good time. Yeah. yeah had, it was a, fun. had a blast. Yep. And then um, I randomly got free tickets to go see the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, that was, that's cool. Somebody online was like, I got free tickets. I'm like, hi, stranger. I'll take them. <laughs> oh, hey there, stranger. Did you have to go pick them up from the person? Or did no, they, they just, just transfer just, them to you? Just transfer, transferred them over. I call Kristen. She's like working. And I go, hey, I know you're leaving work in like 15 minutes. Can we make this? And she's like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so she came home. We left. Was there an opener? Or? Um, Yes, it was Interpol. Which, really? which we didn't see them uh, we because we got the tickets so late, we missed really? the opener. I didn't we, even know Interpol was still around. We were walking up the hill as the Pumpkins intro like music was playing. So we like just got there. They ended up canceling the show early, though, like I said earlier, because of inclement weather that was coming. Oh, in. yeah. So I'm happy that we didn't pay for them. Yeah. We saw an hour and a half worth of show. They played tons of old stuff. Cool. And it was awesome. Yeah. And we went home. We were we were home before eleven o'clock. It was it was a great night. Can't complain about that. It was a great day. It's a good day. Uh yeah. Well so, you know, you know, Josh would be like, uh, well, you couldn't have been a great day because you saw the smashing pumpkins. Yeah, it would have been so much better if you would have seen uh fuck, Pickle Dick fucked with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> That's my preemptive fuck you, Josh. Um <laughs> Anyway, though, yeah, that's why, uh, why that's, are we why are we so mean to him? Yeah, he's mean to us. Oh, that's true. Uh, okay, so that's that's our lives. Can we uh, let's get into a show? Yeah. Uh, right. Well, speaking of getting to the show that's, and that's, fucked with a knife and fucked with a knife, let's get into some corrections from last week. Stupid! You're so stupid! All right, James. Uh, I think that we both have some corrections. We do. Uh, the Stephen King book that he wrote with Peter Straub. I said it was called Black Roses. It's not. It's called Black it's, House. It's the. I thought it was the Talisman. Or no. Well, they did too. Oh. They did the Talisman, and then I brought up Black Roses, but it's not oh. called Black. It's called Black House. Best buds. Yeah. Best buds, those two. I know, right? Just doing all kinds and then of books together. The French movie. I don't know how I fucked this up. That French movie that we watched the trailer for last week during, uh, or two weeks ago during Trailer Trash. Oh, the, yeah. The My Blood. The, the minor yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. It's not called whatever it was I called it. It's called The Deep Dark. I don't were know how I, I, I don't know what I called it. It was not that, though. Were you asleep at the beginning I, of the I show? I might very well have been drugged out of my mind. I don't oh, know. shit. All right, well. <laughs> but, yeah, fuck that up. All right, I've got some corrections here, too. Is that all for you? That's it. All right, I've got, I got a few. Um, I went back and I did some quick math. Okay. I did. Uh, and it turns out that three plus one plus three actually adds up to seven. So the beer actually worked even better than we thought it did last week. Because we said it added up to nine, which is not right. Three. Thank, thanks, James. Yeah, well, <laughs> I just, I felt like it was, <laughs> I felt like it was necessary to correct that we did our math horribly. <laughs> This guy doesn't get a joke. <laughs> you, I, I, I started the show by saying, "Hey, my first correction is going to be a joke, so don't take it seriously." And then he fucking takes it seriously. What you an idiot! You can't tell me that and expect anything less. All right, longest album in the world Ooh. is by an experimental band called Bull of Heaven, and it's called. I don't know if I got this right. I'm not like my Greek alphabet is not real sharp. It's called 310 mm-hmm. Omega. I think it's Omega Sigma Rho. Okay. Omega Sigma Rho times 2 to the 18th times 5 to the 18th power 
K, uh, asterisk K, asterisk K, asterisk K. KKK. Whoa. Whoa, hello. And it has a runtime of 3.343 quindecillion years. I'm sorry, what? 3.43 quindecillion years. What is a quindecillion? Well, you've got hundreds, thousands, (laughs) millions, billions, trillions. So, So, how is this possible that it's this long? I have no idea. So this has I've, to be a lie. I've tr- no, it's actually it's a it's true. There's even articles about it. Uh, there was like one article that was written by um, um, I can't remember the outlet, but it was like unperformable. It was this it was this whole article about like un like unperformable. Uh, so this is just sheet music. No, it's uh, it's just it's something that I I think it just I, I don't actually know how they did it. Well, it, it can't be real because that real. that span of time doesn't exist. But the so it's impossible for there to be an actual song that long. I or think an it's album. I think it's probably like because I I listened to this band a little bit. They literally just have songs that drone on and on and on and on and on forever. And I think it's probably just they set it in motion, and it's just it it'll go on for three point. But that does four three four three. But that doesn't make it the longest song because that doesn't exist yet. It's only as long then as where it is currently. Right, the world will end before this song actually. So, so this is false. This is false news. Well, so I went to the second longest. Okay. Because I figured you would say that it is also Bjork. It is also (laughs) by Bull of Heaven. And it's called 209, Blurred with Tears and Suffering Beyond Hope, which is a pretty cool name, That's pretty by the awesome, way. yeah. Sounds like uh, a cybergenic record. And it's got a, it's, <laughs> it's got a much more listener-friendly runtime of just six and a half months. Oh, there you go. See, yeah. that's, that's possible. And I actually listened to a few tracks off of this one. Every single track is uh, six hours, five minutes, and 48 seconds. And it's literally just like the same sound over and over and over on so each this track. Is, so this is just a colossal waste of anybody's time. Right. Yeah. But they take it very seriously. It's it's this is this is this art is just as stupid as modern art. Uh yeah. Just, I would yeah. Ag- I would yeah. agree with that. Yeah. This is this is the audio equivalent of look, this square is tilted on its side. It's about the duality of man. That's my go to no, whenever. No, it's a fucking square <laughs> that you just tilted. That's not that. It's like Jackson Pollock being like, "Look, I had a seizure on some canvas, and this means the meaning of life." Fuck you. No, it doesn't. If you get real, like, listen. If you get real close to a Jackson Pollock painting, though, you'll see. It's literally just drops of paint. Yeah, um, <laughs> exactly. Uh, you asked if Surfing USA was on Pet Sounds, and I said, no, that was from the 60s. I, that was a dumb thing to say because Pet Sounds was also from the 60s. It was from 1966, uh, which should have been obvious because I said that it was the album that the Beatles were really jealous of, and the Beatles were only active during the but 60s. But was Surfing USA on Pet Sounds? No. Okay. Um, so you were half right. 13 Ghosts, the guy who plays Cyrus, is F. Murray Abraham. Okay. Uh, and then the final one here is uh, kind of a, it's an apology. Oh. Uh, last week during our correction segment, we said that we had a perfect episode the week before. And if uh, we personally hadn't caught any corrections, the onus was on our guest, Tank. Ah. And then we joked that he wouldn't listen to the episode anyway, so the perfect episode would stand. Well, he texted us he today. Did. Yeah. yeah. To say that he indeed did listen to that episode. Which means he also listened to the following episode, 
in which we talk shit about him not listening to the episode that he was on. So, Tank, this is uh, you can consider this our formal apology. We are very sorry, and we will never again doubt your commitment to Sparkle Motion or the Buzzkill podcast or your height or your height. <laughs> because apparently that you might are, be a, that might be a you cor- are eight and a half feet tall. That might be a correction that he can jump in on. I'm I'm I've got him somewhere in the eight and a half foot tall region. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, he, he could very well just be a hairless Sasquatch. Yeah. I yeah. mean, come on. Yeah. So what a name for a Sasquatch, the tank. Tank. <laughs> come on. So if we need to correct that for next week, let us know your true height tank. Um, and that's it for corrections. Okay. Uh, James. Yes. We uh we did it this week. We did. We did a big one. Yep. I've been I have been <laughs> I have well we've I, back I, to I that, this is back to that story in Florida. We yeah. Um we did a big one. We did. Oh, we did it. <laughs> uh, I have put off watching this movie for two years because yeah. I knew we were going to do it for the show. For n- I bought the fancy edition and all that kind of stuff. Never watched it. Oh, you actually have? I have never. I had never seen this before. I had seen the original uh, and I was confused as all fuck by it. And You'd we'll get seen into the why. original? Yeah. I it, thought when we were talking a few days ago, you said you had never seen the original. No, no, I, I've seen it. I've never read the book. Oh. I've never read the original text. Oh. Um, the David Lynch version of this movie is one of the most nonsensical things, in my opinion. It might make more sense now, being that this movie kind of lays the story out a lot better. See, and I've actually heard people say that the David Lynch version can provide like if you watch this one and you're kind of lost watching the david lynch version can provide a little more expose i don't know how you could possibly be lost in this one though this one's pretty straightforward i thought so the narrative the narrative's really well done i thought so too the but, uh, uh, but the david lynch version keep in mind too the theatrical cut that we got there's like half the movie cut out of it so uh, there's a lot of pieces that don't connect anything right sure so keep okay. that in mind i've never seen it i've I, i've seen bits and pieces of it I, but I i've never to seen watch it, it its entirety i want to watch it for the show so that we can do like a two episode compare contrast did we say what the name of the movie not was yet, yet not yet okay. we're getting there we're getting there <laughs> are are we there yet we're there yeah <laughs> dune how you doing how you doing <laughs> <laughs> uh dune the uh 2021 remake of uh uh, Frank Herbert, is that his name? Uh, the yeah, Frank oh, Herbert. the original yeah, yeah. book, yeah, Frank yeah. Herbert, yeah. Uh, his absolute fucking masterpiece of a book, so I've heard. Um, if listen, I, I I think that we can put our cards on the table. I don't think anyone's going to expect us to not like this movie, so I'm just gonna just go with that. Just go um, with that. If this, if the movie is, you know, everyone says the book is better. There's no way I couldn't love that book. Yeah, I've, and I, and, I, and I can't wait to read it. I really I've never, want to. I've never read the book, but I've heard people say that uh, both versions of the film are pretty, um, pretty uh, faithful. Yeah, to the original well, story. So. I'm I'm excited about it. Uh, but yeah, this is uh yeah Dune from 2021 is the movie we watched this week. That is exactly right. And to go along with that, oh, another Eastern Market Brewing Company. Yeah, yeah that was unintentional. Look at that. I know. This is white coffee, pumpkin spice, latte-inspired golden ale. It's a mouthful. Explain that one to me. Spice. Oh. <laughs> James, spice. I'm stupid. I was zeroing in too much on the... like. Literally the entire plot of Dune surrounds the mining of spice. 
I was I was zeroing in too much on the pumpkin thing. I thought you just I thought you were just like you're ready for spooky season, so you're no, like I, listen, might as well do pumpkin spice. I, I saw this and I was like, you know what? I'm not a huge <coughs> fan of pumpkin beers, but I feel like lately on the show over the last few years, I've kind of come around to them a little bit. I like pumpkin beers. I had one a couple of days ago yeah. and I enjoyed it. But also it is it is the beginning of spooky season it now is. that we are in September. So uh, it tracks. And have I been drinking? Uh, I don't think this cup was washed, but whatever. Oh, that's okay. It's just got the uh, bachelor party remnants in it, so puke. You didn't drink out of that. No, I didn't. So it doesn't matter. No, you're you're right because just because I didn't drink out of it doesn't mean it's not dirty sitting on a shelf for however long it's set. Ooh, this is a strong smelling beer. Um, have I been drinking oh, cold? Cold pumpkin brew uh, ice lattes from Starbucks. Yes, yes. I have indeed. Because I like. What does pump- that smell like? It smells like pumpkin. No, it doesn't. No. Oh, it's doesn't. coffee. It's well, coffee. No clove. Oh. I'm well, getting. It's all, I, it's all spice. I'm all just saying. Well, yeah. That that's. I'm getting that heavy though. Yeah. We keep mm. breathing into the mics yep, and it's, it's gross. Fine. Cheers, Cheers bud. Chink. I, yeah, I'm not reaching no, all the way over there today. Not with this full beer. I like it. I'm going to go out on a limb and say you don't. It's delightful. You like it? I do like it's it. nice, man. It is. It's weird, too, because most of the time when you get pumpkin beers, they're darker. A lot of times they're heavier. They're porters or they're stouts. A lot of time they're stouts. Yeah. I think this is the first pumpkin ale. Is that? No. That can't be possible. Pumpkin golden ale. It's I just feel like they're usually heavier. That's it's all. really good, though. That's yeah, delicious. Eastern Market uh, is shaping up to be a pretty dang good there. Uh, pretty dang good. Two for two. Pretty good brewing company. Was last week Eastern Market, or was that two weeks ago? It's every weekend. <laughs> no, I mean that, <laughs> the beer that we drank. Well, we didn't do one last week. So the episode that I you mean, heard two, last I week, mean, by the way. Two weeks ago. You know what I mean. We pushed off because we knew we weren't doing one the next week. So yeah. I kind of split the difference a little right. bit. <clears throat> Hope everybody understood that. Apologies. Crazy season. I'm saying um, was the Eastern Market Brewing Company. Was that from the last episode or two episodes ago with Tank? I can't remember. Uh, it was la- last episode. It was the seven something. Oh, yeah. Seven, so, most at seven. Oh, it's no, the three, three, plus, three. Yeah, three, three plus one plus three. <laughs> um, yeah. We're stupid. Yeah, this is good, man. Yeah. All right, James. Um, that's uh, what And I, I don't have a write-up on that one, yeah, so uh, use your imagination, you know? Spice. Spice. The spice is nice. This this golden ale has, is, has been uh, fermented with Do you th- pumpkin guts and... <laughs> <laughs> pumpkin guts and uh, Detroit sluts. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that is a you should do this for a living. Yeah, that's amazing. Damn straight, I should. Ah. Uh, um. Anything else? Is it, what were you just gonna say? No, I was just gonna say. Do you think that anybody on Arrakis has ever snorted spice off of a stripper? Yeah, probably. Probably do right. Do they have strippers on Arrakis? What civilization doesn't have that's sex true. workers? That's true. It's the oldest. It's the oldest. Uh, uh, strippers, profession. Are strippers considered sex workers? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I guess, I guess so. Their business is sexy. You're se- yeah. sexy times. Yeah, you're selling. Just, just not giving you the sexy times. <laughs> <laughs> just teasing you with it. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. All right. Well, anyway, that's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. Michael, James, let's get into trailer trashed.
All right, James, uh, we got, I got three. I technically have four for you this week, but we're going to go with three because if we have time, I'd like to do a little boners. Boner. Boners. (laughs) I'd like to do a little boner. I'd like to do a little boner, Um, (laughs) but uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We're going to do three of them here. Um, Okay. We have to start with this. It's only the thing that we have been looking forward to for way too many years. Did it come too late? Who knows? This is the trailer for Eli Roth's Thanksgiving. I feel like um, I feel like he waited the exact number of years that he needed to wait. Now, I don't remember. I was trying to break my brain, and I didn't trying to break your brain. My break my brain, and I and I didn't actually look it up. The original thanks uh, thanks thanks killing Thanksgiving trailer. Yeah, was just surrounded was was about a people surrounding a Thanksgiving <clears throat> table, and then there was like a chicken, but it was a person. No. Or turkey, but there was like a person. No. Yeah. No. The Wasn't original, it? the original Thanksgiving trailer yeah. was a full on like it was a slasher. It was exactly it was okay. exactly what that you remember. Okay. There's like the there's like the cheerleader jumping on the trampoline, and then she goes to do the splits down on the trampoline, and the knife stabs up. Probably gets her, gets her right okay. in the cooter. If we're doing a bonus episode, we're watching that as well because <laughs> I don't remember that at all. You don't? I don't. Um, this is the trailer for uh, Thanksgiving, which is coming out this year. That's definitely not cranberry sauce. Thanksgiving is a time for appreciation. It's a time to remember our many blessings. Let's see. Yep. Wow, they actually give you less in this trailer than they <laughs> than they did in the original well, teaser trailer, but uh, That's cuz the original trailer needed to show you basically an entire movie that didn't exist. Right. Yeah. They did they it looks like they still have the the cheerleader scene in there though. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm looking forward to relooking at that. Um, uh dude. It looks awesome. Come on. Yeah. I mean it's a it like Thanksgiving is criminally underserved when it comes to the horror genre. Sure, I feel like we've gotten a lot more in recent times, though. Yeah, we, yeah, we uh, always, we yeah, we, we always manage to come up with something for the show. Something. So there's always you know there's enough out there, but like it always throws us a bone, <laughs> Tur- turkey leg, wishbone. I don't yeah, know. I, I was a stretch. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I, it's there's there's far too there's far too few Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving I love Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. which means my love for Thanksgiving and my love for horror movies sh- there should be more there should be more meat for me to chew. But there's more, not there's not more a lot. bastard children. Yeah, yeah, sure, I agree. Um, and because I feel like we were getting to the end of our our options not yet this year, but we, not, get, to go, we get to go to the theater. Oh, to see it this year, dude. Yes. Come on now. We're gonna drag our wives there. Yes. It's gonna be I'm gonna awesome. have a wife. <laughs> Weird. What a loser. Yeah, Welcome that, to how, the life. How's that working out for you? Uh pretty good. Oh, okay. She All was, right. Uh, she was she was mildly amused to see me to get off uh, you know, get get out of the you're sky. Gone for, you're gone for three days, you walk back in. Hi. Mm. <laughs> oh, it's you. No, I didn't even know you were gonna be here. I'm gonna let you pick the next one. Okay. Do you want Godzilla the movie mm-hmm. trailer? Okay. Or within the same universe, only the American side, the Monarch Legacy of Monsters Godzilla series trailer? Let's do Godzilla the movie first. 
No, no, you only get one. Oh, I only get one? We're going to save the other one maybe for later, if we actually do one. Godzilla the movie or the monarch? I feel like... um, being that more more we've we've more recently done because uh, we just did like uh, Kong, sure. you know Godzilla so versus Kong. So, yeah, so okay. let's do Monarch. All right, so this is the trailer for the new series that is coming out called Monarch: Legacy of Monsters, which follows. Uh, obviously, if you've seen the movies, listen to the show. Monarch is like the super secret organization that tracks all the monsters in the legendary monsterverse. Right. And um, this is a continuation of that story. So uh, this is going to be premiering November 17th on Apple TV. Oh, I have fine. it. Whatever. I have um, it. Yeah, my brother has Plex. I'll get it. Oh, <laughs> pirate. That's okay. I don't I don't care about stealing it from Apple. That doesn't bother me. Yeah, that's fair. Um, anyway, though, uh, apparently Kurt Russell's in this, which is fucking amazing. And Wyatt Russell is also in it. Is that his son? Yep. Sure. Oh, they, they look identical. Um, uh, what was Wyatt Russell in recently that we watched? Oh, he, he was in something. Yeah. Yep. Look it up. Um, yeah. I'm gonna have to uh, anyway, though, uh, this is the trailer for Monarch Legacy of Monsters. I don't know if this will get to you. I hope so. I can't go back in time and fix all the mistakes I made. But maybe I could leave something for the future. If you come with me, you'll know everything I promise. Fuck yeah. I mean, that looks <laughs> that looks great, man. In a word, that. Uh, yeah, that looks amazing. It looks exactly like the movies they pull. Uh, John Goodman looks like he returns yep. um, for some new scenes to play off of his Kong Skull Island skit um, or stint, rather. Uh, yeah, that looks that looks fantastic. Yeah, that looks really it's good. Everything that you want in a excuse me Godzilla monster series. <laughs> Mike's so gassy. Ooh, this is, uh, this beer is it sticks in your chest a little bit. Oh, it sticks in your chest. But uh, yeah, you uh, you're into that. You seem yeah, very dude, that... unenthused. No, no, no. That looks really good. I'm, I'm stoked about that. Yeah. Um, Sound like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really. It's real, uh, real good. Godzilla sized stoked. Yeah, I'm really excited. What are you about looking that at? One. You're looking up what Wyatt Russell's in, aren't you? Yeah, it's not as, it's not as serious as you think it is. Like you seem to think that I'm like hooked into my. <laughs> you seem like it. My, my reaction to that trailer was the same as yours, okay. which is I'm excited for it. Well, we will watch the new Godzilla Minus One trailer in uh, the following boner episode that we're oh. going to be doing. Because um, we actually, in fairness, we've already done one of them. So this is just the new trailer that shows a little bit more. So right, right. we'll do that later. Yeah. The last one, though, is a trailer I have been looking forward to as soon as I heard that it was a thing and then started seeing imagery from it. Mm-hmm. And this is the trailer for Onyx the Fortuitous. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I am so looking Wait, forward to Wait, hold on. Was there not a trailer for this not before? Not yet. Nope. Nope. This is the first look at it. And it looks like Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, yeah. And, 100%. and that makes me very excited. Uh, and we finally have a trailer for it. It's Onyx the Fortuitous and the Talisman of Souls. There was a teaser for this, at nope. least, wasn't there? Nope. Nothing. This is the first video we've had from really? this. Really? Okay. Yeah. And I have not watched this yet, so I'm not sure what it's going to be, but it looks amazing. Onyx is the new Ernest. 
I'm going to I'm going to call that out right now. He better keep making movies and making ones that make no sense. Like he should be a basketball player like in Slam Dunk Ernest. By the which way, makes no sense. For anybody who doesn't know who Onyx is, he's the uh, he's the guy who would do um like fake interviews mm-hmm. on and I don't know. They I yeah, I, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, notice me, Senpai. <laughs> notice me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I guess uh, internet personality. I guess monsters are pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, he's he started off as just a, a YouTuber. It smells like weed. That's what it smells like. It doesn't smell like weed. Not 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 a lot. But if you focus on it, it can kind of smell like weed. No, it smells yeah, it like does. pumpkins and coffee. What kind of weed are you smoking? <laughs> really good stuff. <laughs> All right, this is the trailer for uh, Onyx the Fortuitous and the Talisman of Souls. Marcus Trilberry can't catch a break. Order up, number 46. At his work, he gets no respect. Um, what, Marcus? I was just wondering if you got my new name tag. Fortuitous one. What? 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 Marcus Trilberry and the... I'd really love it if you called me Onyx. The Fortuitous? Onyx the Fortuitous and the Talisman of Souls. Oh, hey, (laughs) what are y'all doing in here? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm so into that. Um, That looks amazing. Uh, Jeffrey Combs, also in it. And uh, Babs. Babs, yep. Babs Crampton. Yep. Um... Listen, <laughs> I'm when sure does that come out. I'm sure it's going to be a fun movie, but oh, what's the but, James? James, his character, his character works. I, I think that I think that we'll find while watching this movie because I will watch it because it looks fun. But I think his character works in small bites. I don't know, like it, like watching him for an entire hour and a half long movie. It might get it might get a little old. I think I think you should bite your tongue for now. I'm save I'm save just, judgment. I'm just listen, just because I'm if, just this is the whole point of this is to react to the trailers that we watch, and I'm sure. just I'm I'm thinking about watching him. It, it's that like that cadence and like the way he talks. It's really funny in little snippets. Well, but watching him do that for an entire movie might get a little bit old. We'll see. We'll see. Here's here's what I'm proposing to you right now. If we can somehow make it to theaters to see this movie before Halloween, okay, we should do this and Ernest Scared Stupid for our Halloween mm. episode this year. Ernest Scared Stupid is so good. You've never seen it, have oh, you? Oh, a, a billion times. Oh, you have? Oh, yeah. Oh, why did I not think that? I don't know. Oh, okay. But that should be our Halloween episode this year. Yeah, that's cool. Because me. this is it's in the same vein. It really is. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, um, those I, are your, uh, uh, don't get me wrong. I'm I I hope that I'm wrong, and I hope that I have a really good time watching it. But I could just see I could see the character getting a little old. I got you right. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> don't get you, me I, wrong. I got you right. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah. Those are the, those are your those are your trailers. Those are your trailers. That was trailer trashed. We watched some trailers. <laughs> I saw the brain fart. <laughs> like I shouldn't have said trashed. <laughs> Why? Because those are the trailers. We are sufficiently trashed. <laughs> Actually, it didn't even occur to me. <laughs> oh, so you, <laughs> those... you just look that stupid all the time. <laughs> well, don't I always say that was trailer trash? Those were the trailers. 
Isn't that how I always say I it? I don't remember. I'm gonna go back, and if no, I'm if fine. I'm wrong, then fuck oh. me. But if you're wrong, then fuck you. That's fine. That's, that's cool. That was. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna roll with it. That was trailer trashed. We watched some trailers. We are sufficiently trashed on pumpkin beer. Ooh, and white coffee, and actually black coffee too, because I got some coffee right here. My coffee's gone. Because my, my wife made an entire pot and then never drank it. So I, I was might like, need a warm up. We'll see. I'll throw it on some ice, and I'll have actually, a little I'm, iced coffee, baby. Hey. On, on, on break, let's uh, let's get some hot coffee. Oh shit, hot coffee? Yeah, hell yeah. Go fuck yourself. It's still I summer, need, dude. I just need some hot black in me, man. It's t- <laughs> what? Let's get into the bleed <laughs> feed. <laughs> the bleed feed. <laughs> All right, James. Um, there is, believe it or not, for not doing a show for two weeks there's not a ton of news not a ton uh, there are however a ton of deaths Ugh. which which is never fun no um but uh, almost all of them uh well two out of the three at least are music related how do they pertain to us you ask we'll get there <laughs> uh steve harwell the singer of smash mouth unless you've been living under a rock you know that he passed away. Or unless you're um, a rock star. Hey, now. Hey, now. You're an all-star. Get your game on. Don't die. Yep, um, you ruined my joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, he uh, unfortunately passed away at the age of 56 years old. He was 56, though. Guy was almost 60. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Never pictured that guy is even near that age. Too young to die, though. Way too young to die. Um, He had a very long history of drug abuse. And that led, unfortunately, to his uh, his downfall. I think it was actually drinking. I and think drinking. He, well, I think that's essentially drinking drink. his drug use. Well, yeah, sure. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he passed away. Unfortunately, they, they there was news less than a week ago where he was put on hospice. No one knew. It was only a matter of days, I think, before yep. he uh, ultimately succumbed to it. Yeah, um, that's really sad. Yeah. Uh, how does it, how does it, on us, I mean, All Stars, it's one of the biggest songs. It's one of the biggest songs to ever come out of film. In terms of like a pop culture song, and it's from fucking Mystery Men, <laughs> of all movies, uh-huh. right? Uh, and Mystery Men, it's a genre that fits with us. Oh hey, yeah. it's comedy, but it's also superhero. Superhero, it's kind of our deal too. This is random, but we we you and I off air brought up earlier David Desmalkian yeah. because he's in Dune. He's he in, was in yeah Mystery Men, wasn't yep. he? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Was he? Was he a magician or yes, something? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. And then you had Dane Cook also as the Waffler, <laughs> the greatest superhero ever, <laughs> before he was famous. Uh, yeah. Rest in peace, though, Steve Harwell. Yeah, that's you a are an all star. <clears throat> you are. All right, moving on. Oh wait. Uh, hey now, you're. A, is that all star or rock star? Hey all-star. now, it's rock star. Wow. No. Isn't it really? Is it all star? It's all star, dude. Really? Oh, okay. Really? Right. Yeah. Fuck, you're making me look bad here. Um. Okay. Let's see here. Um. What the fuck? Why it's is... Rockstar, dumbass. Oh, fuck you. That's it not, is. It's not. Hey, now, you're a rock star. Get your game on. Go, hey. It's a rock star. No, the song is called All Star. He says both, but the main one is All Star. Yeah, dumbass. I'm just saying, the be- <laughs> the, the, the the first line. But I I said, doesn't it say, doesn't, I started to sing the, the, 
I started to sing the uh, the chorus, and I said, it's Rockstar. You started singing the second verse. Nobody starts singing the second verse, James. It's not the second verse. Yes, it is. Hey, now, you're an all-star. Get your game on. Go play. Hey, now, you're a rock star. Get your oh, show on. Get paid. Okay, and all yeah. that. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, sorry I'm not uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm not up to date on my fucking yeah, well, smash mouth lyrics. Well, you know who you will be up to date on? Oh, look at that. Yeah, see? Did see, you that's, see that? That's karma. That's fucking karma right Our there. Our candle just went out. Yeah, your candle went out. Damn it. It's on your side of the table. Rest in peace, Steve. Uh, Jimmy Buffett died. Oh, dude. That's a the big... Cheese, the cheeseburger man died. Not big... Ronald McDonald, but Jimmy Buffett. <clears throat> That's a big um, one for me. Yeah, it's a huge one for you. So I'll let I'm a, you... I'm a big Jimmy fan. I I'll, am. I'll let you take this one. Well, I mean, <clears throat> not only did I grow up with my parents who were big Jimmy Buffett fans, uh, I also grew up in the thumb of Michigan, which is... Up in Caseville, Michigan, is the mm-hmm. yearly cheeseburger in Caseville festival. Next year is going to be a huge. Thing. Oh, next year is going to be out of control, dude. It's yeah. going to be crazy. You're going, aren't you? Uh, I don't know. It's a lot of. It's a lot of people. We know someone who's going. Do we? Well, yeah, they go every <laughs> year. Uh, it's it's just it's a, it's a fuckload of people, but uh, it's it's usually a pretty good time. It is so uh, in Caseville, Michigan, up by where I'm from. They've had, I think this is, I think this year was year, what was it? I want to say 16, but I also want to say like 23. <laughs> Two very different that's numbers. A, it's a big, that's a big, that's a, that's a wide range. I can't remember exactly when it started, but uh, it's just, it started off as a weekend when I was younger. It was literally only a weekend and now it's like a two week orda- ordeal and it's madness yeah. up there. Oh, it's, it's, it's like, um. Uh, it's like spring break for Michiganders. It's spring break for a bunch of middle-aged people. Yeah. And then, you know, the young people kind of weave in and out at times doing a bunch of drugs and having a bunch of sex <laughs> and stuff. Yep. And everybody eats cheeseburgers and sings Jimmy Buffett songs. and They sex. eat cheeseburgers while having sex. Yeah. Which is... I, that's the life. Yeah. That's actually... <laughs> that's actually... That's actually peak pleasure. I don't know if you know that or not. Yeah, having sex and eating a cheeseburger at the same time. Cheeseburgers right now. But for our purposes, Jimmy Buffett not only wrote music, he was in a few movies. Congo, for one. Mm He and he. It was always bit parts. I've always heard that the the part in Congo, where he plays a uh, a pilot. Yep. Yeah, uh, he was his his plane. He was Bruce Campbell's pilot, if I'm not mistaken. His plane just happened to be on the runway while they were shooting, while they were shooting Congo that day, and uh, Air. I think I think it's called Air Margaritaville. His plane, mm-hmm. and uh, they uh, they just approached him and said, "Hey, man, you want to be in this movie that we're shooting?" And he's just like, "Yeah, I could do that. Could." And all he had to do was spit out a couple lines of yeah. pilot jargon. He can do that. Boom. He's used to working with his mouth. Yeah, yeah, he is. Just saying, <laughs> eating those cheeseburgers. That's what uh, he does. I actually didn't know until last night how he died. Merkel cell I, uh, skin cancer. Yep, skin yep. cancer. Real yep. bummer. Yep. Real bummer. That's uh, Well, for I, a guy that spent his days in the sun. Island living, sense, man. Right? He spent all that time out in the sun and, you know... People, yep, uh, yep. people don't always wear sunscreen. He was also he was also the inspiration for the main character in Club Dread. Oh yeah, well horror movie. Yeah. So you know he fits. Yep. If the shoe fits, we uh, we walk in it. So. And he was go. also in Hook, which that was a horror movie. He was. As, in Hook? He was yeah, you remember the you remember the scene uh, 
there's a pirate who steals some. I think he steals. Uh, what the hell was Robin Williams? He was uh, Peter Panning. Yeah. He steals his shoes at one point in time. That's Jimmy no Buffett. Shit. Yeah. No shit. I did not know that. Yeah, that Hook movie is such a good movie. Hook. Hook's oh, amazing. Oh, it's so good, dude. Amazing. Yeah. That's a that's like a childhood classic. As soon as as soon as the scene where uh where the the nanny is screaming won't freak my kids out, I'll show them that movie. <laughs> you think that'll freak them out? And the children were screaming. Oh. And the children were screaming. That always used to scare the shit out of me when I was younger. Really? Oh yeah. That that one scene? Yeah, it was something about it. Cuz it's it's a very tense scene. It's like after It's not that. Tense. You haven't but you haven't seen Hook yet, so he's still this like thing of legend. And fair, fair. You just see the Dustin Hoffman as Hook. Oh, he's fantastic. Is the best casting I think in the entire like nineties. Yeah, fantastic. The best casting. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But anyway, let's get rest off of Hook. Peace, rest in peace uh, to rest Jimmy in Buffett. Peace, Jimmy Buffett. He's he's up there having a marg right now with my uncle Don and just fucking chilling and then also uh because this happened i think a day after we recorded last time bob barker passed away mm. bob barker now might not be horror but we're also gigantic adam sandler fans and so the price is wrong bitch <laughs> will live forever in our lexicon uh bob barker passed away at the age of 99 somebody made the joke and it's very fitting he went as close to a dollar without going over as he possibly could he was went as close Come to a hundred Without going over. Oh, a dollar is a hundred, James. It's one zero zero. But that's not what people have James. been saying. James. People, I'm just telling the jo- you. The joke is on the price is right. You don't go over a dollar. I get it. But that's not what people have been <laughs> well, saying. Well, those people are stupid because that's the joke. Maybe those people are stupid, <laughs> but that's not the joke that people have been saying. Bob Barker was a fucking legend. We don't need to sing his praises any more than you probably already know him. No. So rest in peace, Bob Barker. <laughs> I saw something. I saw something the other day, and it was uh, it was about Bob Barker coming up to heaven. And then uh, somebody says, somebody because you know how when people when pets die, everybody says they go over the rainbow road. Yeah. Um, like the guy pops in, he's like, he's they're like, oh my god, Bob Barker died? No way! And there was like angels up in heaven talking, and one of the angels pops in, and he's like, man, for some reason, all the all the dogs and cats on the rainbow road are suddenly neutered and spayed. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, God bless him. Yeah. God bless him. Yep. I love Bob Barker. Uh, all right. Uh, moving on to uh, less bummer news. Uh, again, there's not a whole lot, but uh, the Strangers trilogy, oh. which is the new trilogy of Strangers movies that are coming out. We've talked about this in the show. Yep. Um, weirdly enough, the, the first bit of advertising is coming out for it. And uh, there's an exclusive first look at the New York Comic Con coming up. Yeah. But the thing is, they're they're advertising it as the Strangers trilogy coming twenty twenty four, which is odd. Are they really going to release all of them in I one year? I think that that's no one knows. That's the prevailing thought, though, is that they're going to release all three movies either back to back or within one year, like all like four months apart, all three of them. Yeah, th- I'm that's I'm wild. I'm oddly intrigued by this <laughs> for no other reason. Then, a I don't know why they're remaking Strangers so soon. Right. I don't know why they're doing a trilogy. Was it a remake? Yeah. These aren't these, these aren't the original movies. These are all brand new movies. Well, I know they're I, I know they're brand new movies, but they don't have anything to do with the uh... no no oh, no the remakes. Um, and then then b how they're releasing it. Like I almost feel like the 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 lure around these movies mm-hmm. 
are more interesting than movies will probably be. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. But I'm here for it, and um, we'll uh, we'll keep you up to date when news breaks. But I just thought that it was super interesting that we that's and Rennie Harlan is directing them. Like yeah. I don't know, like it's that's, just weird. That's weird. We still never, we've never done Pray at Night, have we? We've not yet. No, nope. no, we should, nope. we so, should do that. It's another movie that I've owned for a long time that I've not watched because yeah. we've I've been waiting to do it on the show. Yeah. That's what happens when you have a show going for over seven years. Hey, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> quite an accomplishment. Yeah, I mean, come on, that's us. Um, <laughs> yeah, you buy stuff in the hopes of watching it, and then you do. Um, all right, because uh, instead we do. Hobgoblins. We do Hobgoblins. <laughs> Twilight of the Dead. You heard of this one before? I mean, I've heard of it. Yeah. What, what is it, James? You've talked about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the uh, it's the movie that George A. Romero was writing before his uh, untimely passing. Um, and uh, it's being directed by a guy named Brad Anderson. They finished it. They finished the script. Okay. Uh, after George had passed away, there was a... Uh, I forget who it was that finished writing it. Um, oh, it was Joe Netter, Robert Lucas, and Palo Zelati. Uh, they they together finished the screenplay. I think you just talked about this a couple weeks ago, because yeah, I, remember, I remember you trying to say the name <laughs> Palo Zelati. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago, that's fair. Um, but yeah, Brad Anderson has signed on to uh, direct it, who did Session 9. We like Session yep, 9. We like Session yeah. 9. Uh, the Machinist, which I think is that. I've not seen it, but I believe that's the... That's the one with... Um, yes. Uh, what the hell's his He name? got real skinny Batman. For yep. <laughs> Why can't I think of his name? Yeah, I can't think of it either. Wow. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. There you go. So um, so there you go. That's that's a pedigree. Yeah. Um, So he's going to be doing it, so we're going to get another Romero movie. All right. It's not directed by him, but it's got his fingerprints all over it, so yep. uh, into that. Absolutely. Last bit of news, because that's all we got. Oh, wow. Saw the musical. <laughs> Say less. Just I'm stop. Just gonna, I'm gonna let it breathe yeah. right there. Saw the musical. I don't need to hear any more about this, except for when and where I can see it. <laughs> Apparently, this is. Uh, it's not uh, an authorized thing. Yeah. Through the studio. Sure. And it's a parody. Of Saw, okay. which honestly I think actually works. Yeah, it kind of does. Um, this Halloween, well, you, if you're would... going to be in New York, you can see it. It's oh. coming to the stage in New York. Hopefully, it tours because I'll be fucking there in a heartbeat. Off, off, <laughs> off Broadway. Not even Broadway. <laughs> just off, off New York like sewers. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, that's the thing that's happening. Uh, there's. Saw, the musical, the unauthorized parody of Saw, brings the iconic horror film to life on stage with a wickedly funny twist. Now the was... twist is they actually got Carrie Elwes to be in it. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, but yeah, if you're if you're into that and you're in, in, if you're in New York, you can see it starting September 16th. So literally six days from now. Listen, we went to see Evil Dead the musical. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, Do you yeah. remember? Oh, that? oh God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you looked. You looked like you were looking off into space something. for a second. Like I was we, reading something. Sorry. We went to see Evil Dead the musical. It worked so well. Oh God, yeah. It was so awesome. Evil Dead, the, and we saw it on a small stage. Oh yeah. Like, Evil was... Dead the musical plays to much much oh, larger yeah. audiences. Oh well, than what we, we saw, saw it was just a local acting troupe, yeah. wasn't it? That did it for the most part. Or were yeah. they actually touring? I can't remember. No, I think it was local. But it was. It was we were in like a. It was like a. 30 seater. Oh yeah, it was <laughs> like a it was like a storefront in um Ferndale. 
Ferndale that had been shut down for a while, so they just opened it up for yeah this purpose. I think yeah. I don't think that no, like, it was that, a theater. It was technically a theater. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. yeah I mean, you're right really though. There was literally like theater. maybe 30, 40 seats in there. Yeah, and it was, it was fantastic. Awesome. So dude. it was so good. Um, we well, so, see it again. It plays at the city theater a lot. Oh, does it really? Yeah, yeah. yeah we should, see that we again. should go see it again. But my point being, horror movies translated into musicals great they do because i think the reason that horror movies work as musicals so much is because it's such a separation from the source material that it works yeah the the, the dichotomy between the two <clears throat> it's like it's just so ridiculous like can you picture a hellraiser musical yeah yeah it'd be amazing yeah, yeah i'd go to, yeah yeah name a movie name a horror movie that wouldn't make a good musical a horror movie that wouldn't make a i I, I I really can't I, think of I, one I off the top you. of my head. Cannibal Holocaust the musical. <laughs> I'm there. Salo <laughs> the musical. This shit tastes like snozberries. <laughs> it's just you know how they say the splash zone is the first like three rows. <laughs> oh, no. People in the first three rows oh, might be covered in no, feces. <laughs> no 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 no. <laughs> um, but yeah no that's yeah I'm yeah that's it. cool I'm into that. Yep. Hopefully it comes through here so we can go see it. All right. Um. Yeah, that's all I got. Cool, man. That's it. Well, shit. Let's uh, let's get into it then. That's uh, that's it for the news. So we're gonna take a little bit of a break, which we're not really because Mike's already got himself a cup of hot black coffee. Oh yeah. And uh, when we come back, we're gonna talk about Dune finally. Oh wow. Oh, that's some good hot black. ASMR. Oh, I just got the tingles. Except for it's not the right kind of tingles where I feel <laughs> euphoric. It's the kind of tingles where my fist is clenching and I'm about to punch you in the face. Yeah. All right, we'll be back. Throughout this, you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. Well, outside of uh, Star Wars, I can't think of another franchise that is as well revered as Dune. Like those are the big two, typically. What? And sci-fi, like sci-fi epics. Oh, I was gonna say, there's a oh, like <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Sorry, sorry. let me let me <laughs> rephrase. In the sci-fi universe. I cannot think of another series outside of Star Wars that is as well revered as Dune. Yeah. I mean, yes, Lord of the Rings would probably be in that conversation as well. Sure. Star Trek, you know, all those. But like, let's be honest. In terms of like like sci-fi epics, I think Dune is at the top of everybody's list. And shamefully, it's not a series that I have really, really dived into um, or dove into. Like I, I've seen. I think you had it right the first time. Actually. Dived. I really dived into. Yeah, I, th- I like. I think I've I've heard before. Like you can say dove, but it's actually proper to say dived, which sounds stupid. <laughs> well, look to me. at me, I'm twisting my mustache. <laughs> me, 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 me. But but it, but it's true though. Like you you go to go to any list online of like the biggest sci-fi books, movies, whatever. Dune is at the top of everything. Dune. And uh, up until 2021, 
you know, I've seen the David Lynch Dune. I have not seen uh, the TV series starring, um, fuck, I can't remember his name now. But um, the David Lynch version to me was a fucking mess. Mm -hmm. Um, It was supposed to be like a three hour movie or four hour movie that they like pretty much cut in half, which is why there's so much like narration and and dialogue, you know, over dialogue and all that stuff. Like yeah, I think the that, movie just doesn't really make a lot of sense unless you understand the story already. Yeah, I think David Lynch is actually like very unhappy with the I'm product. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. There's a lot there's so much that movie was cut out. Yeah. Um and and the thing is is like David Lynch <clears throat> is is really well known, but like it's not like just because it was directed by him doesn't mean what we got's good. Right. And I'll be honest with you, maybe going back and rewatching it after seeing this movie, which puts the 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 narrative is so much more clear in this one. Like I, I was never confused. I was never like questioning what was going on. I was never anything in this movie at all. Whereas in the the David Lynch version, the entire movie, I was just like, "What the fuck is going? Who are these characters? Yeah. What do they have to do? They're just here. Like nothing was explained." Yeah, when I said uh, when I said earlier, because I'm I'm going based off of I've I've never seen the Lynch one in its entirety. So when I said earlier that uh, I've I've heard people say that like, oh, any 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 confusion in the plot of the 2021 version will be. Uh, you know, like those holes will be holes will be filled in if you go back and you watch the nineteen eight. What was it? Eighty four. Yep. Eighty four version because there's a lot more expose in that in that version. I was like, who's oh, there's, con- who's no, con- there's not. who's confused about the about the twenty twenty one version? Like if it was pretty. Say, it was pretty straightforward. Yeah, if you're gonna say there's more expose in the eighties version of the movie, that's ludicrous considering that that in like a two hour and fifteen minute window does both parts of the book. Yeah. The entire book. Right. Whereas this movie coming in at just over two hours is half the book. Yeah. To say that there's more expose in that movie is ludicrous. There's no time for it. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, unless you're, you know, and again, I have no basis of comparison because I haven't seen the entire movie. So, well, let me save you. There's not. Okay. That's, that's (laughs) fine. I, uh, there was, there was, uh, well, we'll get into it later. I'll, I'll make a note and I'll, I'll say, cause I want to, I want to talk about this movie and what I loved before yeah. I get to anything that I had any issues with. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Uh, so Dune, uh, from 2021, directed by, uh, Denis Villeneuve. Denis. Denis Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. I've heard it both ways. In the, in the making of on the disc, it's Villeneuve. That's how. That's all they all say it. Well, it's he's, Denis, it's he Denis says Villeneuve. it. He says it. Denis Villeneuve. Well, he's also got a very strong, strong French accent. Yes, but he'll say his name the way his name is actually said. Eh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't trust the French. So it's a it's that. a far shot from what we used to call him because Denis Villeneuve. We used to call him Denis Villeneuve. Villeneuve. <laughs> We did. I that was one of your dumb. I'm pretty sure it's like this. No, I, I no. It's this is just what we used to call him I, because when you read his no, when you read his is, last name, yeah, I can see that. I always assumed it was. I always Villeneuve. assumed it was Spanish or something. I didn't know he was French Canadian because yeah, yeah. villain the way it's spelled, it looks like Villeneuve. It does. No, I'll give it you that. Looks I'll like, give you that. It looks like it would be of but it's, Spanish it's origin. Definitely Dene Villeneuve or however you want to like 
swing his the last part of his last name. But Denis yeah. Villeneuve. That's how Villeneuve. he says it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, a noble family becomes embroiled in a war for control over the galaxy's most valuable asset, while their heir becomes troubled by visions of a dark future. Uh, the heir, of course, is played by Timothy Calumet. Timothy. Oh, Timothy. Timothy. Yes. Timothy Chalamet. Yep. Um, played a great Paul Atreides. Yeah, like, I thought so too. Fucking great. Yeah. Loved, 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 loved everything about his performance. Uh, his mother, played by uh, Rebecca Ferguson, uh, Lady Jessica, she also was amazing. She's also just an unrelenting babe. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oscar, have, you seen the, have you seen The Greatest Showman? I've not. Oh, really? I've not. It's really good. It's really um, good. She's Paul, also an unrelenting babe in that movie. Paul Atreides' father, Duke Leo, uh, Leto Atreides, played by Oscar Isaac, who... Late, is, Leto. Uh, Leto, sorry. Like yeah. Jared. So here's the, here's my question. Did Jared <laughs> Leto get his name from Dune? Jared, Leto's, not, Leto's not his Leto's last his name. last name. No. Yes, it is. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. All right. Fine. You'd think out of if that was a if that was a stage name, you think out of all names that he would pick, you would pick Leto for some Duke Leto, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well now I'm actually now I'm kinda curious. See, exactly. I don't know I don't know if that's his real last name. It is. Well, but I'm gonna look it up. All right. Uh, yeah, his have, name is Jared Joseph Leto. Well, that's besides the point. Um, <laughs> it's it's the, actually the whole point. The ever sexy Jason Momoa. Sans beard in this movie, which is uh, weird his, as fuck. His but. beard was all over the place in this movie. Okay, it was. There were scenes, and I didn't know. Okay, listen, I, I just, I, was I going just crazy. chalked it up to. Okay, <laughs> when he first showed up, he had been living with the Freeman for. So he had his beard. Yeah, yeah. And then, like in his last battle, no beard. He's completely yeah, okay. he's clean shaven. I thought I was crazy. No, you weren't crazy. When he has no beard, he gives off major Kevin Sorbo vibes from fucking Hercules, and it's not a good thing. No, it's, he but he does, though. Yes, he does. Uh, it's fucking weird, dude. I just, I, I like, uh, I like my Jason Momoa with a beard. I agree. I prefer my men in a beard. I like the tickle. Especially when they're Jason. I love Jason Momoa. Oh, he's great. He's I get, great. I, I probably, I, I probably have to love him. Given how much my wife loves him, <laughs> she's obsessed with him. So it's like I, if I don't, there will be turmoil or turbulence. To go well, back to our previous conversation, is she obsessed with Stellan Skarsgård by chance? No, but she's obs- obsessed with all of his sons. There you go. They get it from well, somewhere. Well, mostly just the two. They get it from somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Stellan Skarsgård played the Varen Vladimir Harkin, uh, Harkonnen. Harkonnen, yeah. Um, disgusting fat slobby son of a bitch that's the best way to describe him he's gross on purpose and he plays that role fucking beautifully yeah the uh so good so evil so the uh, menacing the makeup for his for his role too the like the uh prosthetics and stuff mm-hmm. looks so good i loved how his his performance like he wasn't performing with the prosthetics he was acting like himself he just happened to be huge. Like yep. it wasn't like he was acting like a big fat guy. He was acting like the person in his brain that he thought he was. Yeah. Still. And there was like a regalness about it. And it's imposing <laughs> and it's fucking amazing. Well, when you Loved can it. just when you can just float, it doesn't matter if you're fat, right? That's true. That's true. <laughs> um just, just ask uh fat Superman. Oh. Yeah. Fat soul man. Fat. <laughs> 
Uh, Josh Brolin uh, plays Gurney Halleck. Mm-hmm. Josh Brolin's one of the good guys in uh, House of Trades. Mm-hmm. Uh, Javier Bartem plays Stilgar. Mm-hmm. He's in this. Um, Dave Batista. Dave Batista plays uh, Stellan Skarsgård's knee uh, niece nephew. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, his nephew, who was like the. It's weird. He plays a character who is so enamored with his uncle, but his uncle couldn't give a shit about him. I don't think he's enamored. I think he's fearful. Oh, I think he's enamored by him. No, I think he he's, wants to be him. He, I think he's just very afraid of him. It's not that's not the vibe I got. Oh, see, not I, at all. Okay, we're getting different vibes. He wants to. He wants to impress him. Well, yeah, he wants to impress. I think he's afraid of him. Well, sure. It's well, like well, that. That comes with the territory, but he's also like. In awe of him, like he sure, he, he holds him to a super high reverence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Dave Bautista is great in this role. He was also. I mean, in... he's barely in the movie. <laughs> That's the thing about this movie. There's a, a huge cast. Yeah, and so many of the people who are huge names in in Hollywood play bit parts. Um, I don't know if I would call them bit parts. They're important. It's just that the story is so big. I'm just, I'm saying, like, obviously, we're going to get more of them in the second part. Part two. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, f- you know, to have a name like, uh, to have a name like Batista, to have, um, uh, Stone Sarsgaard, um, Javier, Josh Bar- Brolin. Javier Bardem is hardly in yeah. it. Oh, he is barely in it. Yeah. Um, Zendaya, even though she was, she's she- going to be huge in part two. Though. Oh, obviously. Huge. Like, but she was, she was, one of the main draws for this yeah. movie like yeah. her her face was all over we the, got the uh, snack pack version of zendaya the snack pack version. <laughs> <This one. laughs> just just a little bite dude um, dude the blue whites the eyes apparently i have a kink because um dude that was fucking i wouldn't turn that away Are you new kidding kink, me new kink unlocked you kidding me yeah <laughs> an achievement just uh, just, just flashed above the screen new kink unlocked um but yeah, uh, Zendaya though plays uh, Ch- uh, Shani. Chani. Yeah, and uh, but Shani or Chani? I think it's Chani. I Chani. think it's Chani. I think so too. Um, but yeah, she was like amazing. She was such a huge part of the marketing, and she's hardly in the movie. She but she's but she, she doesn't have any lines in the movie until the last fifteen minutes. She's she's barely a part of the movie, but at the same breath, she's also she's very important. Part of the backbone of the movie. Right. She's super important to the story. Yeah. But I, and I think that had the entire book been adapted into one singular movie, obviously you would understand why she was a big part. Sure. They they did that, though, because her character is one of the most important characters in the book. We just didn't get there yet. Yeah. You know, it's simple I'm, as that. I'm, yeah. I'm just, but my, I'm go- going back to my point. Like, it's it's weird to see a movie with such a huge cast and such huge names, and they're essentially playing, sure, sure. you know, maybe a little bit more than a bit part, but that's essentially what it sizes up I, to be. You know in this mean? movie, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, watch both of them back to back. Different yeah. story. Uh, who else do we have here? Uh, David. Um, David Desmalkian. Des- oh, try, sorry. I was going to try it. Desmalkian. <laughs> you know that one. It. We talk about him all the time. Um, hey, he and um, I believe Stephen McKinley Henderson. I think that's the guy that I'm thinking of. Who's that? I'm just double checking here real quick. Uh, yeah, that's him. They both play androids in this movie. Oh, were they androids? Yeah. So they're, they're living computers. Oh. And... Because you can tell, because uh, um, uh, Stephen McKinley Henderson's character, uh, Thufir Hawat, I believe is how you say his name. Sure. Whenever he's thinking, his eyes go into the back of his head, and they turn white, and oh, they've got yeah. the lip thing. And, and there's he's on the side of good and House of Trades. Oh. And then you have David um, 
Desmalkian, who is in, who's the bad guy. They're both basically androids. Basically? Living, living computers. Yes. Really? Okay. So Synthetic, so synthetic uh, technology, basically. So that's something that they don't, I mean... I don't. I feel like if you if you don't have a knowledge of the of the novel, yeah, they or don't from really the original, they don't really explain it. It's just there because, like, when that guy's when the guy's eyes went into the back of his head because he needed to do some like quick computations yep. to find out how much they spent on this trip, and his eyes roll into the back of his head and he goes, "Oh, that cost them one point twenty seven solaris, um, one point twenty seven million solaris." I just assumed it was more like a uh, more what? What are you looking at? Nothing. What are you looking at? Just looking at your beer consumption. I'm a little bit disappointed. That's all. Oh, how many beers have you had? Two. Oh, well, let me get... I've had two as well. We've had the same amount of... Oh, you've had three. Oh, I can't count. <laughs> That's three beers, Mike. Yeah, well... Have I only had two beers? Yeah, you have. You're oh. usually way ahead of me. I guess I better get caught up. Oh, no, no, no. I set one back there. Look, nah, there right back go. there. I see it. So we're we're uh, we're neck and neck. Um, we're, yeah. <laughs> we're touching necks. Um, um, no, yeah, so I thought I thought when he rolled his eyes in the back of his head, I thought he was because this this um, this movie has a lot to do with like spirituality and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I thought he was maybe like a seer or you know, I could get that something yeah. like that, like where he you know like I didn't I I didn't take him for an android. Yeah, is what I'm saying. Like I, I get that's you. well, that's what he is because there's no there's no other there's no other part of this movie that would suggest no. that anybody is no that's the thing they don't they don't pay any mind to it it just it is what it is um, so is that something in the do you know like in the book do they describe them as having well i Android? i own the disc so i was watching a lot of the special features they talk about it in some of those features okay so um but yeah um that's the that's your cast how do we boil this movie down without going into every nook and cranny? Um, house Atreides is basically house as in family. Like their family runs everything on on yeah, on a certain planet. Yeah, everybody um, gets that. Any, anybody who's seen Game of Thrones, which you haven't, yeah. will understand the idea of houses. It is very similar, though. The <clears throat> planet uh, Arrakis is where they're from. Uh, there is another planet uh, where the dune is. No, wasn't Arrakis the... Uh, is Arrakis the Arrakis dune? is the dune planet. See, see, yeah. layers, sorry. Um, House, where, where was House Atreides then first on? I don't remember the name of that planet. Okay, well, House oh. Atreides exists on a certain planet. They're they're living, you know, underneath... They're, they're, you know, there's a whole... Um, Let me boil this down into, uh, like, two sentences. Thank you. Because you're... You you were gonna I'm say gonna butcher you this. were gonna say without getting into the all <laughs> all nooks and crannies of the plot, and then you were about to get into all nooks. Yeah, and crannies. pretty much, pretty much. Essentially, you have all of these different houses who control different planets, and there's one uh, the governing. There's one governing empire, the empire, yeah. and there's the emperor who you uh, you never actually see the emperor in this, not yet. And the planet Arrakis is where uh, spice exists, and spice is this. Um, it's the most rare, like, 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 um, <clears throat> important resource. It's a mineral, but it's they also... They use it for space travel. They use, they use it, it for, um, the, the, uh, Freeman. Freeman. Um, everybody else uses it for space travel, but the Freeman also use it as a ceremonial sort of, uh, potent chemical to, um, it gives them superpowers in a certain way. Sure. Would you call them superpowers? 
Well, no, you know I think it's just a part of their culture. It's a part of their 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 belief but it, system. But it almost gives them like second sight kind of abilities. Well, they that that's a whole other thing though. I don't does does the, is does is the <clears throat> spice responsible for that or do the framen just have that? I don't know because it's part of their religion. Because when when Paul gets it all up in his system, he starts having even more. But that's also because his mother, yeah, is she's part, part of Freeman. So like, she's not part Freeman. She's part of that like witch coven, whatever. I thought it's she called. was part Freeman too, though. No, I don't think so. I assumed that she was. She came from these people or something. No, I don't think so. Okay, well, think so. well, regardless. So anyway, um. So essentially, you have this planet with this very this planet that's very rich in this mineral that everybody wants, and it's controlled by the House Harkonnen. Mm-hmm. And then the em- the Emperor Harkonnen are the bad guys, right? Like they're the they're the the bad the big bads of the universe, basically. Right. And the em- and they've the Emperor they've controlled the spice fields for like what forty years or something like that, forty generations. I don't, I don't remember. Those are two very yeah. different numbers. I think, it's like four, I think it's like, <laughs> yeah, a long time. So the emperor the emperor says, okay, the uh, the Harkonnens are no longer going to control this the planet of Arrakis. Now I'm gonna send in the Atreides uh house to take, take over. over the planet. And essentially it was a big it was a big uh ploy. It was a plot. Yeah, because the empire, the emperor is getting nervous about the House of Trades rising up and kind of so House of overthrowing the empire. So, so House of Trades was kind of like a civilization on the rise. Like people started like they started off small, but they started gaining popularity and um, uh, power basically right. within within their system. Right, and so, it was it was a threat to the empire. So the emperor is seemingly handing this gift over to them, you know. By saying, "Oh, you are you are now in control of Arrakis," but kind of knowing that war would break out. Yeah, knowing that war would break out between them and uh, the Harkonnens, or what now, were they? What were they calling them? The Sau Saukar? What the hell, Saukar? Yeah, I, I, I got, think those were that was just like the, the military. Is that, that two was, different things, or is it part of the same? I feel like they were like military that was involved with the Harkonnen. I agree with you. Okay, that was a little bit confusing because they don't explain these names. They just kind of say them and expect you to follow it. Or did the Harkonnen send them in because they promised the because the Baron Harkonnen promised not to promise not to actually harm the Atreides family. Well, so he, he's he's saying I, I won't, but I'll send them in to do it. Right. I think that I think they're one of the same. Maybe okay. that's a correction. I think they're one and the same, though. Yeah, we'll have to dig into that a little um, bit. And then the side story of this whole thing, though, is that you have young Paul, which I'm pretty sure every time I heard people say his name, I was thinking of the Beatles. Oh, it's Paul. Why? Where's, Nobody ever says it. Where's Paul? It's Paul's Paul's dead. Paul's night. dead. Like, Paul's dead. Every night. time I heard them say Paul, all I heard was like the Beatles, been like Paul. <laughs> I don't know why every time. Um, anyway, though, uh, young Paul, though, uh, doesn't really want anything to do with his father's legacy, doesn't want to really take over House Atreides, even though his father, uh, the very sexy Oscar Isaacs, is like, <laughs> I didn't want it either. I found my own way there, though. You will do the same. Right. Hopefully. And if you don't, you're still my son and I love you. Yeah. Right. Good yeah. father. Yep. What a good dude. Um, but and at uh, the same time, he's got his witchy mom trying to inject her witchiness into him yeah well, that sounds weird <laughs> that sounds <laughs> there weird. was like a there were a few weird did you get like a weird oedipus kind of thing going at at a couple points in I this think movie you've watched too many documentaries 
you never got that? Not really. You no. never got that sense? No. There was like a there was like a weird moment when they were changing into their what were those suits called? You know what I'm talking In about? In the same room? No, they were it was after they ran away from uh they ran away from the ornithopter and they were up on the rocks and they were changing and they both like took turns looking back at each other and it was there was like a weird I didn't pick that up. And then so here's here's <gasps> I'm just gonna jump into. No, I'll, if it was I'll, in a hotel room, I've seen that. I'll forget. <laughs> I'll forget to bring this up later, so I'm gonna say it right now. But the way I see the second chapter going, and again, I have no basis of comparison here. So the way I see the second chapter going is because I kind of felt a little bit of tension toward the end of the movie. He starts off on this path into the desert, like he says, "My destiny is pulling me down this path, which is leading." into the desert, right? Becoming part of the Freeman and, and leading their army. And there's a look on the mom's face, Lady Jessica. There's a look on her face where she's, it's almost like a, I don't know if it's like a jealousy kind of thing. Like she sees him follow Chani and they kind of like, they watch him walk off triumphantly into the like you know like over the rocks and into the desert and then they cut back to her and she's got this like very um uh sort of pensive look on her face like she's she's not so sure about all this and i think that there's i, I don't I, you've seen the original dune so it's been a long time but yeah is there is there like uh is there a turn in jessica where she where she I, I honestly don't remember. It's been so long since I've seen it. It's probably been over ten years since okay, I've so seen it. So I'm just gonna say this then. I, I feel like there's gonna come a point where she's actually she ends up turning on him a little bit because she doesn't like the path he's taking. I don't I don't disagree. I think that it, I, I couldn't help but when I'm watching this movie, I couldn't help but watch Paul's storyline. Mm-hmm. And not equate it to the Anakin Skywalker storyline in Star Wars. Like, it's very, very similar. Like, he's the chosen one. Yeah. And he take and, mm-hmm. and he starts off on a path of righteousness, but then it shifts somewhere and he ends up becoming like the bad guy. I don't know how this story ends, because again, it's been forever since I've seen the, the Lynch version <laughs> and I've never read the book. But like I get the intention or I get the the idea at least that that Paul Atreides does not end up being the savior that we think he is. I don't know if you know? it's I don't know if it's like uh, There's a lot of like weird like evil intention kind of mixed into his story. You think so? Yeah. Like where's the evil? It just it's just in the tone that I picked up from like his dreams and the way when you're when you're trying to look at things through his eyes, which they kind of illustrate in the movie a lot, mm-hmm. you know. It just there's a weird essence to it that's just like left of center. Well, it's, it's weird. not right. It's weird too because his he'll have these visions where he's essentially he's blinded by vengeance. He's he's essentially seeing the uh, the future. Yeah, but his visions are not always right. They're not like no. they often go the opposite way of. It almost Which, what's that video game where you can pick? Is it uh, fable? 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 Yeah. yeah. Where you can like choose yeah. your. You know, choose. God, you're you're testing my memory now, but yeah, you can choose whether you become evil or good. Isn't that the is the is that the game I'm thinking of? Yes, it is. Yeah, depending on your choice, like that he's, you make. Yeah. like he sees the path ahead of him because he has that, especially like the the most like the one that stands out to <gasps> the most to me is 
he has this vision of uh, Jameis um, sitting in a cave with him and, and him telling him, Jameis telling Paul that, Paul, that Paul. He, uh, he doesn't know everything yet, but if you stick with me and you follow me, I will show you the ways of the desert and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But then 10 minutes later in the movie, he's killing Jameis because yeah. they fight each other. Yeah. And it's like, he saw this vision, but the vision wasn't true because he ends up killing him instead of following him and learning the ways of the desert. So it's well, like, or is he is, making these? Or is, is he making these or, choices and taking the wrong path? Or or yeah, does killing him make him now take his place? So he's now wandering through the desert at, in, in his place almost. So he's learning sure. by taking up the mantle. Kind yeah, because there was the part in the dream where he shows it shows Jameis. You're, you're, you're talking it about, shows Jameis actually killing Paul. Yeah, and 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 those voices in his head telling him, uh, "Don't be afraid because you give your life in order for, um, like, when you give your life a, another." Uh, I can't remember what they said, but they it like the way I took it was he's. He's not actually going to die. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he'll give his life, but there's like uh That that Jameis fight at the end was fucking awesome too. It was really cool. It was really fucking yeah. cool. Yeah, I know we're core... jumping all over the place right now, but Oh, like, it's, it's so fine. Cool. I mean, like you you've either seen this movie or you haven't. So <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and, and go watch it before you listen to you us knew, butcher you it. You knew the outcome, in fairness, but like it was so Yeah, I'm watching this, I'm like, dude, don't do it. Like, don't do it. He's gonna win. You're gonna die. Don't yeah. don't don't do it. Yeah. And even and even his his counterpart in in the Freeman was like, "Don't do this, not now." But Jameis had to do it, and uh, he paid the price for it. And I love I love the idea that that Paul Paul didn't want to kill Jameis because he's never killed a man. He's never before. killed a man. And there's this weird point where he he kept letting him go, letting him letting him go. He says, "Do you yield?" Yeah, and, and everybody's like, "Oh, he doesn't like, no, know. You he gotta doesn't kill know him. the way of the Freeman." It's like you once you're locked in battle, and that was a huge one person walks away. That was a huge turning point for Paul. Yeah, taking a man's life like that meant a lot. That yeah. that cemented his role in where he thinks he's going. Right, and that's basically just banging Zendaya and having children and <laughs> taking out an empire. That's pretty much where he's going. <laughs> Um, uh, so to jump back a little bit, yeah. uh, I, I, first of all, I mean, we could talk about the plot all day long. We're never going to cover it all. Let's talk about some, let's talk about the, the movie itself, the film, yeah. like the visuals in this movie are fucking stunning. Crazy, man. Dude. Okay. I'm going to, I'm just going to go on record and say this. This is quite possibly do it. Say it, because I the probably most, I probably agree with the you. The most perfect sci-fi movie of this generation. I'm not going to say ever, but of this current generation, yeah. I think it's the most perfect sci-fi movie. Yep, yeah. I would agree with that. Like, good fucking lord. Yeah, this this rivals and is on par with like the original Blade Runner, the original Star Wars. Yeah. Like, like that's where this is. Yeah, it is so fucking good. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with this. Yeah. The the there's a lot of expose in this movie. There's a lot of talking points. There's a lot of story to flesh through. And and uh Dene uh Dene Villano, like he's so good 
at whenever there's parts of the movie that just need a lot of explanation, mm-hmm. he pairs it with fucking stunning visuals yeah. and the backdrops and like everything is so good that you don't care that you're just listening to dialogue because what you're looking at is so like striking. Yeah, every every like that it doesn't matter. Yeah, like, every it doesn't frame seem in, boring. Every frame seem... in the movie could be screenshot oh. and and put up on your wall it looks i've li- uh, the, the whole movie looks amazing literally literally while watching this movie i was like pause i want to put that on my wall like like there's so many parts of the movie where i've thought about that and the fact that this movie i like i'm just thinking about you know comparing it to marvel movies right mm-hmm. this movie had a 165 million dollar budget okay I, compare that to you know, uh, something like what was it? Endgame. Endgame probably had like a two hundred fifty million dollar budget. Ones, yeah, that's a that's huge. That's double the budget almost. This looks better. This looks better. Yeah, for the type of movie that it is. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, it's just like and and it just and like you see every single every single dollar of that hundred sixty five million dollars is on the screen you can see it oh yeah you know what i mean like, oh yeah it's just the oh yeah the, well like and they didn't go overboard either like like the um uh, um what was the name of the fucking city uh arrakis which mm. is the city on well the planet, the planet arrakis. Yeah. The, but the the big mining city though where everyone mm. lived mm-hmm. it's weird because like they're so high tech right it's in the future it's so high tech mm-hmm. yet their their city looked like aztec like an Aztec ruins or yeah. something like that. You know, yeah. like it, it's so weird, the dichotomy between like how things look in like a desert setting and to where they currently are. Well, and to that, it's sa- crazy to that same point too. It was cool because everything was so high tech. Like every, every soldier had invisible body armor. Okay. I got a bone to pick with the body armor, but you have, you have, you have these like highly sophisticated futuristic cultures Yet, when it comes to actually fighting each other, they're fighting each other with swords. Yeah. Which, which is really cool, which to me, makes sense because, like, the use of, the use of, the use of projectiles against, uh, 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 those armored, those invisible armored suits really wouldn't work. Um, see, this is, this is, this is where I have a problem with it because those armored suits apparently don't, pro- don't, uh, protect against blow darts. Well, which is ridiculous to me. Well, what's what's his face? Uh, t- 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 Josh Brolin. His character was uh, what was his name? Uh, Gurney Halleck. Yeah. When he's training with Paul Atreides in the beginning of the movie, they show they show that the blade, when it's swung really fast, won't go through the armor. It's like kinetic sand. And then he stops. He stops at one point, uh, or because he like uh, he goes to strike him and then he slows down his strike and he says the slow blade will pierce pierce the shield it's like kinetic sand you hit it hard it's it's stiff right open your fingers and it'll melt through your fingers so that makes sense as to why the blow dart but a blow dart though as soon as it hit where's the momentum coming from with a blade you're still pushing so if it's a slow push you're gonna get through it a blow dart though there's nothing behind it once it stops it stops so why is it going through the armor still? That doesn't make any sense. It does because well, I to go back to what you just said. Think about think about kinetic sand. If you if you put a ball of kinetic sand on a table 
and you punch it as yeah. hard as you can, it, bar- it barely ma- it barely makes a dent. But then if you if you punch it and then keep your fist on it and slowly push down, but that means that, but there's still force coming behind it. Once that blow dart stops, there's no force behind it continuously pushing it in. It's not like a shield that things bounce off of, though. It's like a I don't know. It's but almost it's almost like a cushion. I get that, but once the dart hits the outside of of the force field, it still has inertia. It just slows down. The inertia is dead though. Once it comes to a stop, there's not obviously it's it through. obviously it's not. It's like it's it, sucking it in almost. I think that I think because like uh, if you hit somebody with a blade and it glances off, the inertia is no longer moving forward. You know what I mean? Sure. It just I, glances off. I, so, but the, but, but with a projectile, the inertia is still there. So if it's if it's not like a if it's not like a, a a force field that bounces things off, but it's more like a cushion or like kinetic sand, and there's still some forward momentum for a projectile. Fine, I'll give you that. I I, I mean that's the only way to that's the only way to explain it. I think it's a it's a loose explanation, but I'll take it. For but the it sake also of the story. it also made for a cool scene. It did. No, it did. Because that blow dart comes out of nowhere. It did. And that and watching him try to watching uh um Oscar Isaac's uh what the hell is his name? Leto, Leto. Yeah. Uh watching Jared. Duke Leto, <laughs> Duke Jared Leto try to reach back and brush it away before it actually made it to his spine was yeah. it made for a very tense tense moment, you know. No, I agree. I agree. Um, um so, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go, go. No, 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 you, by <laughs> no, all means. No, 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 no you. No, no, no. I don't even know where I was going to go from there. I didn't either. I was just kind of going back to my notes, though, and just things that I wanted to talk about. Like, yeah, hit me with I, some notes. I, I love how the the bad guys, like, they have their, their chance. Did you, did you not think that it sounded like the Who? When they were like, <laughs> but, but, but backwards? Oh, there was the there's like a backwards who chant. Yeah, when going they on. when they went to the planet that the the, the Harkonnen <laughs> yeah, were yeah. on and they were getting ready cool. for battle. Yeah, really bizarre. Well, and that's all the sound of it. That's all part of the because that that chant matched up so well with the score at the time and the score in this movie the, is i mean it's oh Hans, God, the score it's that, Hans zimmer so that, like it's gonna be awesome right but 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 the performance of the music though like out of nowhere all you hear is <laughs> like it's like but the, the, this like weird like like lion king it, it, honestly <laughs> it's kind of like that yes it's very similar but like you hear that voice sound that comes over and over in the movie yeah yeah Every time you hear, every time I heard that, it gave me like goosebumps. Like it was so perfect. And like, it's just like, it, it, it's it, like whatever you were watching, if you had a feeling about it, you heard that sound, cemented it in. And, yeah, it was just like, ah, and, oh, and layering icing on the cake and layering those vocals on top of because Hans Zimmer, his, uh, his brass sound, yeah, is always some people, some people refer to it as farty, <laughs> but <laughs> it's. I love the way Hans Zimmer really leans into uh, into the brass on his on his scores. I'm not quite sure I've ever paid attention to it, but if oh, you're telling man. me that it was amazing in this movie, then I love it's I a, love his brass. It's am, it's amazing in all of his movies. It's that really like it, they'll do like that really. I don't like even the Mighty Ducks. I don't even know. 
Hans, Hans, right? The yeah, the, Hans, the, the, the skate sharpener guy. Yeah, yeah, Hans? yeah, yeah. Hans. That's him, right? Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> um, the way he'll do, I don't, and I don't know what instrument it would be. It would be a low brass of some kind, tuba maybe. A tuba. But it's that, it's that like that really. But like when you listen to a tuba in recordings, it's normally just like a boom, 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 boom. but it's yeah. that really like yeah, it's that belchy kind of sound that he gets out of out of the brass. Yeah. That's yep. the only way I can describe it. Other people say farty, I say belchy. That's fine. But it's that really like different bah. orifice, same gas. It's kind of the same. It's kind of this. It goes it goes along really well with the the throat singing because yeah. his brass always sounds like that. Like yeah, that, really, that Mongolian throat singing. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> Hans Zimmer just like killed it, and I think he actually. I read somewhere that he uh, he turned down because Hans Zimmer and Christopher Nolan. You know, like when you think Christopher Nolan, you think Hans Zimmer. Oh, do we? Well, yeah. Why? I mean, he literally has done. I think ninety percent of. Well, he's done a lot more than just Christopher Nolan. I know, but like when you, th- but but like you think Dark Knight, you think uh, Inception, you think. Uh, uh, Literally none of those soundtracks come to mind. For Hans Zimmer? No. Really? Nothing comes to mind in fairness when I hear Hans Zimmer. Like I know his pantheon of work. <laughs> I get that. I don't know that I can I, I honestly don't know that I can pick out like Hans Zimmer scores. That's goofy. Yes, you could. If you sat down and somebody played you, and, and somebody played you I a bunch pick of out, scores, you would pick out the Hans Zimmer. I can Zimmer pick ones out right Harry away. Mancini. I can pick out um a number you know John Carpenter. John obviously. Carpenter. Yeah. Yeah, I can pick out the big guys. Philip Glass. Yeah. And I know like, that Hans Zimmer is one of the big guys, but like his stuff has never stood out to me. But like, oh, that's Hans Zimmer. Oh, you just haven't been me. paying enough attention then. That's probably if, true. If I sat My you down. My wife says the same thing. <laughs> if I sat you down tomorrow and I played you 10 different scores, you would be able to pick that's out the fair. Hans Zimmer one. Oh, that'd be a fun thing to that do. That would be fun. See if we can pick out who's who. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, I, like I don't this. think you'd be good at that. No, I'd be terrible at it, but it, but it would still be <laughs> you, fun to you do. You don't pay attention to scores as much as you know what? I do, probably. There's a segment here. I like it. And I like it. Okay. It could it could be a disaster, though. No, well, that, but that, that, that'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. Okay, yeah. Um, Were you done? Uh, Yes. Hans Zimmer? I, I don't know. That? Probably, yeah. The, 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 score, there, the score in this is movie there was one, amazing. Is there one moment of this movie... That stood out to you where you got goosebumps and you're just like, fuck. Goosebumps. Like, this is the moment. Goosebumps. Um, do you have a moment like I do, that? I do, which is why I'm asking. T- tell me, because I need to... I need to... There, there is a moment where uh, there, there's a woman I, and her name is going to escape me. I'm sorry, because names are really hard in this, this entire thing. Um, but she is uh, she's the woman that comes to... House of Trades when they when they when they get to Arrakis or whatever, she's like the Dr. Kynes. That's the one. Yeah. Dr. Kynes. Yeah. She becomes a more integral part of the story. Yeah. Um, she kind of plays both sides of the fence a little bit. You mm-hmm. know, she wants to help them, but she's also has a job to do. Well, she also she they they figure out that she's 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 not Freeman. No. But she No, she, she is Freeman. She says it at the end. She is framing. Oh yeah, that's she right. Does but, but you but don't know that. She, but you don't she, know that. Though. But she says she kind of lives in the in between. Yeah, like she can bounce back and forth well, between the so framing. She's, she's helping Paul pull and pull. and uh, and his mother though escape or whatever. 
and she's trying to give them leeway. So she runs out and she's like, I can, I can walk through the desert. I'm Freeman. I the desert is my home. Yeah. And, um, she ends up getting caught. Oh, I know. And there is a fucking line where she's caught by them and they're, they're saying something to her and she looks at them. She goes, I only serve one master and his name. Is Shai Hulud. Like, bum, bum, the fucking... Bum, bum, so here's the thing. Shai Hulud in this movie... Is not a hardcore band. Go figure. It's not a hardcore <laughs> band. But I feel like Shai Hulud in in the, the David Lynch version of the movie did not get its due credit. Like, Shai Hulud was a thing that was there. The sandworms were there. Like whatever. It was more like they were a menace and not so much a kind god. Of, almost, like, like, almost like they were in Beetlejuice. Because Right. I hate to say that, but yeah. it's true. In this movie, though, like, there's it, one sandworm. No, there's more than one. But there's only one they really reference, though. Like, like when, the, when you think of the sandworm in this movie, it's Shai Hulud. Yeah. And, like... The reverence for Shai Hulud and well, Shai Hulud, Shai Hulud is not just one sandworm. No, know. I know that. Okay, I know that. I just okay. They are the sandworm. They are yeah. yeah. They are Shai Hulud. Yeah. The reverence though in this movie and the weight, like the 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 epicness that is given to the sandworm in well, this and like is how the, and they build. Did you notice in the in the movie they never show it up until the very end and they build it though. They give you a little and then they give you a little more. Yeah. And it's not until the end of the movie where you see the sandworm. And, and call me crazy. In the trailer for the original Dune, mm-hmm. they brightened up that scene like crazy to show the sandworm. Whereas in the movie, it's very dark. Oh, yeah. I was a little bit let down by that because it's like, oh, I was waiting for this big epic in the light sandworm scene, but it's also, but that'll when you come watch the, it, that'll come in the next movie. When you watch <laughs> it though, in the movie though, it's very dark. Yeah. It's, it's taking place at dusk sort of, or dawn rather. Right. And it's, it's still very dark and you still don't see the sandworm in all of its glory. Yeah. Now in the trailer though, they brightened it up. So you yeah, do. they did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that, and whole they also, thing, in the like, trailer, in the trailer, they make it seem like, they're much more like they're out from under the ground more often, you know, like yes. you're going to, yeah, I kind of like that, that uh, the, the fact that in this movie, every time you see Shai Halud, it's, it's just the, uh, and watching them like bust through the dunes underground looks so good. And then it would Eat always, your heart out tremors. It would always just be, they would open up and just like, you know, the ground, would, Oh yeah, the ground, the ground would cave into their mouth. Mm-hmm. And then there's there's only that one part where they where he it comes up out of the ground and is it's epic. Don't get me wrong, but and it's almost like did you? So they say that the Freemen live semi harmoniously with Shai Halud, right? Sure. Like they'll still kill them if they sure. And I love I love the idea of the sand walk, like the. When it the, looks like a crip walk in fairness. <laughs> it does. <laughs> when the freemen are moving across the desert, they they do this like very specific um walking pattern because it mimics the shifting of the sands. And so it doesn't attract the Shai Halud because it doesn't sound like typical human footprints. Which is very ooh. <laughs> Which is very Which is very Which is very similar to a tremor. It's well, all about it's all tremors. It's all was, about the tremors was literally just fan fiction Dune. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like, hey, what if Dune happened in Texas? Yeah, yeah. 
and honestly got and would have and would have Kevin Bacon. I and think we Reba, just cracked the code. And Reba McIntyre were there. Oh, perfect. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, like and and so like. I like that they build up to it. Like you really only yeah. ever see the opening in the sand. You see the bristles in the mouth the, and stuff like the that. The Shy Hulud is like a main character you never see in the movie. They yeah. reference it and it's held to such high regard. Yeah. That it's a huge part of the story. And I feel like it'll be a bigger part of the story in the second movie. Well, they show right at the end of the movie there's somebody actually riding the is that Dr. Kynes? When? They show at the end of the movie that one there's a person because there's a person who's holding two uh, what do you call those grappling hooks? They they did that a couple times in the movie. They never showed anybody actually riding it. Though. Yeah, they do because that's why Paul looks back at uh, um, Chani and says the power of the desert because you actually see a person riding a shy hello okay, across the I got to go back and rewatch it. We'll, I did not pick that we'll up. We'll watch it after we yeah, end here, but yeah, you actually see somebody okay. on the back of one of the shy hello riding Interesting. it across the desert. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um Love it. Uh, this movie is amazing. It's uh if you like <laughs> sci-fi movies, if you like deep sci-fi, this is the movie for you. The only here here's the issue. Okay, you got I'm some gonna, downers. I, no, not not really not some downers. My only downer I think would be the place where the decide the place where they decided to end chapter one was the wrong place. Like why? Well, because they didn't know if they were gonna make a chapter two. Yes, they did. No, they knew they wanted no. to make a. Ch- they knew. No, they wanted to make a chapter. The reason they didn't shoot these back to back like most filmmakers would do, well, well they're when they're making a series like this, is because they were only greenlit for one. So one thing, and depending on how it did in the box office, which there's true. there's another issue. They they should have never released it on Max at the same time. Well, here's the thing. Um, they, sh- they shouldn't have done that because I think it took away from their box office numbers. Well, the movie did fine, though. Box the, office. The wide. movie did fine, but it would have been. It, and granted, it was right in the middle of COVID, and not a lot of people were going to the theater at the time. So I understand why they released it on Max. When the second one comes out, I don't think that they should. Um, I don't think they should simultaneously release it on no, Max. No, no. I and they get won't. people out to the they theaters. Won't. Yeah, because theaters are are back and forth. And also, I wish I would have watched this movie. I mean, in I, theater. I, yes, I watched yes. it on my fuck. I watched it on my phone. While oh, I was, dude. I was I was on my flight today, and I was watch. I was watching it on my phone. Like, get a computer. I'm not gonna take a computer on a flight. Who are you? I I a person. everybody takes computers on flights. Yeah. What's I like, wrong with you? I like to travel light. What's wrong with you? I literally. A computer weighs like weighs like the same as a coconut. I literally, I literally <laughs> took like two t-shirts and a pair of underwear well, and a pair of pants that's with me. That's your problem. I but, like to travel light. Um, that being said, though, one of um, Denny uh, Villeneuve's things was like, "I'm not taking this movie. I'm not directing this movie." And he said this in the the special features on mm-hmm. the disc that I watched. He, um, one of his stipulations is I'm not directing this movie unless I can do it in two parts. Mm-hmm. So that's been a thing from the very, very beginning. And I think that they, it was a calculated risk on mm-hmm. the studio's part to allocate the funds to make sure there's two movies sure. before the first one was ever released. It's kind of a risk though. It is a risk, but Dune is such a big property 
that I think that the risk was worth the reward. And honestly, sure. I think that it, it, in the long run, it, it was. Oh yeah. Um, nobody could have nobody could have predicted COVID. So that right, is what right, it is. Right. But like Dune Part Two, obviously it's coming out. We have a trailer for it. We yeah. know it's coming, so it's fine. I wouldn't yeah, worry no. too much about that. I think where they ended is is fine because it's kind of the middle part of the book. <clears throat> everything that happened beforehand and everything that happens after Paul is with. The, I've heard uh, I've the, heard the some people like I've heard some people say Freeman. it's I've I've heard some people say it like the first uh the first movie covered the first half of the book and then there's some people who say eh, it's more like the first third of the book. Well, I know the first movie. I know the David Lynch movie spent a lot more time on um uh House um Arrakis's not Arrakis Harkonnen. Uh, Harkonnen. No, no, no. House Atreides. Uh, yeah. The first part of uh, or the the David Lynch movie spent a lot more time on House Atreides' home planet. Yeah. Whereas in this movie, the idea was like the story though doesn't exist there. The story exists on Arrakis. So they got there faster. And from my understanding, it doesn't suffer from that. Like there's a lot of expose in the book that yes, it paints a beautiful picture, but like it doesn't necessarily need to be there, you know? Right. So I'm I'm okay that it I does think... it does leave you wondering though it's like I I would like to really all you see on Arrakis is within the confines of the the palace and then uh you know like in the ceremonial courtyard like you don't really get to see like what's... Arrakis the desert planet? or not Arrakis sorry the oh, the Atreides okay. the yeah Atreides it's, it's a world like of water really, though it's a really... world of water it's moist it's like it's everything like oh Atreides or the Atreides house uh, house Atreides is home planet yeah right yeah. um it, yeah it's it's a it's a planet of water hmm. which is why it's such a big thing for them to go from water to desert oh yeah because every time one of their ships comes out it comes up from the sea yeah yeah that's yeah, yeah that's a good point um so yeah, maybe a little bit more would have been would have been okay, but I'm perfectly fine with them not not doing that. Yeah, I know? wasn't. Yeah, I was. I'm not real, missing it. Yeah. So. And yeah. and again, because I have no basis of comparison, like what I saw was enough for me. Yeah. But it would be interesting to see, you know, like sure. how what life is like on that planet. You know what I mean? The, and that's. I think the story lends itself to have like a gajillion different spinoffs too, if you wanted to. Sure. And there's the what was it a miniseries in two thousand? Yeah, starring somebody and I can't think of his name. William Hurt was yeah, there. William that. Hurt. That's the one. Yeah. Um, what that, was was that? A, that was a TV miniseries. Was it like five parts? I don't. Remember. I'd be kind of interested. I have no to, idea. I don't really know anything about that one. Was it well received or? No idea. Yeah. I know that it exists, and I know that there was a release for it physically, but. I, Other than that, I know that when I hear people talk about Dune, they don't talk about that. No, they don't. <laughs> so, no, they don't. It might be garbage. Who yeah. knows? No idea. Um, um, but here's the deal: uh, we did not even barely scratch the surface of this movie. Go s- see it out, watch it. Yeah, take our word for it. It's a f- it's a fucking perfect sci-fi movie. Yeah, it was really good. It's so good. Yeah, um, and it's kind of a slow burn too, which is. But that's what I'm talking about. It's a slow burn. But it doesn't feel like one because the visuals. Yeah. And then and then and then and then Denny Villahall, like he balances the speaking with the action so perfectly, right? Just when you're like your 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 brain might say this is getting boring, in comes something that's something happens that yeah. brings you back. Like, it's right. perfect. Yeah. Like, like 
Yeah, the pacing. Rarely do I say that a movie is perfect, but this might very well be the perfect modern sci-fi movie. Yeah, yeah, the pacing was the pacing was perfect. I thought. Yeah. Uh, the visuals amazing. Yeah. Um, score amazing. Like we said, the acting was all spot on. You know what we need? What a Denny Villano, uh, remake of Jupiter Ascending. <laughs> it's too early. Fucking. Picture it, though. You got to wait at least 10 more years. Picture it. Fine. 10 years. That's, well, that's great. That's great. We're, we're essentially getting that with the uh, Zack Snyder movie. The, Kinda, yeah. With, Rebel with Moon. The, Rebel Moon, yeah. yeah. But think of it, though. Just, yeah. just think about it. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, Dennis... Uh, uh, Dennis. Denny Villanueva did... Dennis Villanueva. Dennis Villanueva <laughs> also... You know, he's done a ton of stuff. Yeah. Like, come on. Sicaro, he did. He did... Um, what are the other movies he did? I he did Sicario. Yeah, yeah, he did Sicario. Oh, um, Sicario. Sicario. He did some other stuff. Uh, Blade Runner 2049, the new Blade Runner movie. Yeah. He did. Uh, Arrival, which is that big sci-fi movie with um, uh, the office dude's wife in it. Um, I can't think of uh, his or her oh, name. Oh, uh, Amy. Amy, Amy Adams. Adams, yep. yeah. Yep. So, like, the guy, the guy has his foot planted firmly in sci-fi which yeah. this proves yeah he knows what he's doing right um i am beyond excited for part two can't wait for it yeah um, there was so like we we talked about oh man we we waited so long to watch this movie i'm kind of glad that i so waited I. so long because so I. now i don't have to wait so <laughs> long, long to see that. the second part because if i had and that's the thing like i i told you i kind of felt like they ended this in a weird spot yep if they had ended this movie in that weird spot that I think they ended it in, and I had watched it three years ago, I'd be kind of pissed because I'd be like, "Now I gotta yeah. wait three years to see." Because a lot of like a lot of uh, a lot of movies where well, there's more than one installment, they'll end it with something a little more meaty, like something a little more satisfying. Sure. The end of no, this... The, yeah, it was. The I, end it, of this movie is not satisfying. I think the, the the end that was supposed to be meaty was the fight between him and uh, Jamil or Jamar. Jameis. Jameis. <laughs> uh, um, that was supposed to be the big end meat to it, but... But it's really it's really not... Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I just... I, I, and that's why I say I feel like they ended it in a weird spot, and if I had watched it three years ago, I would have been like, that's... Well, the That's movie was supposed to come out this year. It got pushed to 2024. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So the intentions were there at least. Yeah. So I'm very excited. Uh, I'm very excited for the next chapter, and the last chapter. Right? They're only doing two of them. For this, yeah. I'm assuming, I think it was right? Just the two. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm excited for that. I think it comes out in March. It's somewhere around there. Yeah. March of 2024. I don't, I don't know the exact so not date. not too long from now. That'll change again. Before um, it's fucking released. So, and now that I've seen this and I love it and it's amazing, I'm not gonna wait three years to watch the second. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> I'm gonna go to the theaters to see yeah. part two. Yeah, I feel like I need to because I, I kind of got, I kind of got, uh, you know, screwed out of yeah. seeing this one yeah. on. I've like well, see, screwed see out of it. it. We just didn't know. Well, we weren't fans. Like we didn't. It wasn't a huge importance to us. Well, I. I mean, I wanted to see it, but like it was. Sure, like, again, but... it was right during COVID and stuff like yeah. that. It was, you know, oh, nobody. That, that's no, what you mean by screwed. Nobody okay. was going. Nobody was going to the theater back then. 
Like, had I watched this right when it came out, I probably would have just watched it on Max at home. Yeah. Which still wouldn't wouldn't have done it justice. I feel like you need to see this movie on IMAX. I agree. I agree. Big 100%. ass screen, like yeah. like just really get drawn into those amazing like huge With lines of landscape in front of you. oh yeah just line them up <laughs> which in our world would probably be what like tahine sure just doing like lines yeah, that's fine just doing lines of tahine off a credit card in, for in the middle of an imax theater <laughs> oh god oh god oh god. oh god it burns somebody get me a corona to wash this down um all right james that was dune that was dune we loved it yeah we highly recommend it to fucking everyone everybody so go watch it go seek it out we watched it on i watched it on max i i owned it but on max though if you are a streaming person oh and the one other thing is i wish it was an r rating why what were you missing i just i i in this setting more violence probably I guess I can see that. When you're watching a movie like this, more violence, more... I guess I can see that. I, I'll i be honest, though. I did not leave this movie thinking that it needed more of anything. I thought it was perfect. Hey, you know, I, I mostly thought it was perfect. Yeah. But, like, I don't I know. When I'm, I'm watching got... people engaging in hand-to-hand combat and stuff... To like... me, though, sci-fi doesn't scream violence. Horror does. Action does. Sci-fi, though, you can get away with showing fight scenes without it being too brutal and it doesn't take away from me. No, you're right. You're right. That's just me. You're right. But with an R rating, they they probably oh, could have sure. done some cool stuff. But would it have been overboard? Would it have been too much? Yeah, would it have been knows? out of place? Would it have been... I don't know. Okay, well then I'll say this. To put a positive spin on it, to be able to do what he did with a PG-13 rating was... Mwah. Ah, there you go. That's Chef's kiss. Right. So, uh, yeah. That's James. Dune from 2021. And we are done for we tonight. We are done. Where can we find us? Maybe. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzz to Kill Podcast. You can also find us on X, X, otherwise known as Twitter, uh, at the Buzz Kill PC. We're on all major streaming sites. You've clearly already found us. Uh, I want you to go find the um, the first person that has one of those fucking sand Zen gardens. Like a fucking oh yeah weirdo that with has the, those with things. the little rake yeah. yeah tell them to listen to us they're yeah. like sand they're like dune yeah why not absolutely or or your local worm farmer oh yeah I got worms yeah I got worms that's <laughs> a little dumb dumber throwback for you <laughs> um yeah there you go that's what you get all right uh until next week James Michael Jameses cheers bud cheers oh uh, next week uh. Um, spoiler you're going to be able to find us on the bloody good film podcast next week as well as our own show that's the thing that's happening and we may or may not be talking about a certain Roddy Piper oh baby yeah it's going to get weird yeah and it's going to be fun going into the snake pit Piper's pit (laughs) (laughs) all right we'll see you next week adios you snakes